Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's noon in America, Eruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly trifactor nooner with Michelle on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots. Our Motivated Monday Live Studio audience is celebrating Columbus Day. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. October 12th, they sighted land and set their feet upon new sand. Put on your common sense caps, be the people, grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's omnipotent October and time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take action. BLC. Today's topic's on episode 259. Business growth tips, automation and saturation, nutrition and weight loss, save your freedoms, abundance, faith in America, vaccine mandates and exemptions with special guests, Dr. John Diamond and Alan Phillips. All of this is delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Pro Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup, Tony McLelland, uh, transforming your business and leadership for positive change and growth. Brian Kelly, automation expert and host of the Mind Body Business Show, how to saturate the marketplace with your message. Stephanie Shaw, nutrition strategist. Get the body you desire and confidence you deserve. Lose and keep the weight off. And me, take action resources to save your freedom and America. It's time to reposition your reality. Oksana Lovich. Finding balance, abundance, and fulfillment on the journey of success by shifting our awareness and shit. I said shit. I said the sitting and sitting shotgun. Two dangerous words to put together. And sitting shotgun and Michelle Patriotic Soapbox are two special guests. At 1 p.m. Pacific time, Dr. John Diamond. He's the director of news and journalism for the content 2020. One film festival and host of America Unhinged, the lead-off daily show on TV about faith and our country. And at 1.30 p.m., Alan Phillips, the nation's leading vaccine rights legal expert who has been providing educational products and services well before the COVID-19 political propaganda pandemic. We're talking exemptions, legal disinformation, and how to navigate mandates for all. 
and exemptions for none. So should be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com for more information on today's guests, their websites, their own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities, when the location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. Number one, Southwest Airlines canceled more than 2,000 flights last weekend, as in just happened, and blamed the weather, air traffic control issues, and military exercises. All lies, people. Lies, lies, lies. Employees are protesting their vaccine mandates and called out sick. Further proof, we the people have the power, but we need to stand up. Civil disobedience and noncompliance, everybody. The time is now. Number two, yesterday, I woke up feeling like a head cold was coming on, and it got worse after a couple hours, so I took some ivermectin, an HCQ pill, some vitamin C, and by 4 p.m. felt absolutely fine. Be proactive and get your telemed visit for your supplies now, people. Go to our website. Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, and I want you to go to the COVID page, right? You're going to check out the COVID page. And if you're on the main website, just go to the COVID facts tab, and you'll see the treatments page and all the information you need is on there. Get your telemed visit now and have your supplies. If there's a proactive protocol, Dr. Zeb Zelenko, Dr. Brian Artis, I'm telling you, the stuff works. It's October 11th, day 575 of 15 days to slow the spread. It's time to rip off your dirty mask. Just say no to the non-vaccine. It destroys your immune system, and that's the only thing you have going for you to fight everything. Don't get a fake COVID test. Every swab contains the most carcinogenic chemical in America, ethylene oxide. Go to your next school board meeting. Go to your city council meeting. Take your kids out of the indoctrination centers. They call schools. They hate schools, guys. Get involved today and join several local community groups. Become a precinct committee man. Don't be afraid of a virus that has a higher survival rate than the regular flu. Boost your immune system. Get healthier. Throw in a little exercise. Fight your freedoms because they're not going to end this political propaganda pandemic. It's only going to get worse. And by the way, it is day 262 of the Joe Biden Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. It's going to get crazy in a bad way. Are you seeing the empty shelves in the stores yet? Energy blackouts are coming next. Yes, here in the United States of America. Are you prepared and are you willing to take a stand? Now it's time to meet the partners of everything home, socially condos, for the brick and marketplace. Today's topic's on episode 259, business growth tips, automation and saturation, nutrition and weight loss, save your freedoms, abundance, faith in America, vaccine mandates and exemptions with special guests, Dr. John Diamond and Alan Phillips. Let's get this show on the road, people. Let's get ready to rumble. First up is one of my faves coming from across the pond, Tony McClellan. She's a mentor and founder of First Life Consultancy Group, transforming your business and leadership for positive change and growth. We're talking some business. We're going to make some money, peeps. Give me a big round of applause. <laughs> Tony Tone, how Hi. are you? I'm fine, thank you so much. How are you? 
I'm good. Give us an update on what's going on across the pond in the UK. Wow. Well, um, it's still a little bit topsy-turvy at the moment. Uh, and um, some places are, are, you know, locked down and other places are fully open. And so um, I think I guess it just depends on which part you're in of, of the UK because, uh, you know, you've got Scotland, Wales and, you know, um, and London. So, you know, um, but in, in relation to the, the petrol, you know, somebody said to me the other day that uh, that was the most exciting part of, part of the week for them last week, you know, queuing up and getting some petrol. So, hey, <laughs> you've got the army coming in and delivering now. So, um you know, I don't know. Let's see how things progress. And, and for all of those who do not know petrol here in the United States, it's talking about gasoline, you know, the thing that you yeah, put gasoline. in your car and uh, to make yeah. it go so you can go to work and go that's to the store. That's it, and diesel, gasoline, yeah. that's right. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. And uh, all by design, Tony Tone, all by design. So, um you know, I've kind of made the decision that there is, uh, we, we, we've got to be able to focus on everything, right? That's where we got to be. We've got to keep an eye on what's going on in the, in the real world. And we also, at the same point, need to f- keep focusing on our business because we've got to make money, pay the bills. So you can't take your eye off that ball, right? And you still got to pay attention and to... it's an ever-changing world. It's an ever-changing world. Things are changing rapidly. And I think that... Uh, you know, what's happened over the last 18 months is clear testament that we cannot rely on the leaders, the so-called leaders that are in, in power, to take us through. So, uh, you know, we have to empower ourselves as much as we can with the knowledge that we have. And you're doing a fabulous job of that. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I think we, just, we need to have that balance. And the key is to all this. The people that you need to support, your small business owners, right? You want to support each other. So that's, if you can, and, and literally we all can. We just might, it might be a little inconvenient so we don't just go and uh, run into Walmart or we don't, you know, buy something off the Amazon because we need it in an hour. Support the small business owners. Hire them for products and services because the, we stick together, guys. This is how we're going we're gonna to make it through because everybody else is out to get us. Everybody else, they just want to shut you down, right? And what's happened... 18 months, they just shut all the small businesses down. They want to hurt the middle class. They want to hurt the peeps like you and me who are out there working hard, like Tony Tone, who's trying to help everybody to grow their business, right? So don't support the big bad companies and the big bad people. Tony Tone, what are we going to do? What can we do to, uh, to kind of drill in something real, real effective to, to maybe take the business well, to the next level here? I don't Michelle is um, you know not only support the small businesses but pay them on time pay them uh. because there are so many small businesses out there that you know um, people are overlooking they're not a priority to you know these are people where the money's going straight into their kids mouth so you know pay them on time they can't afford for their invoices to be late and all the the unnecessary charges in chasing debt so uh, pay them in time and give them what they deserve. So, uh, yeah, well, today I'm just going to spend a couple of minutes just giving you some um, things that you need to really think about in terms of uh, growing your business. So not how to, but what you need to be considering in the early stages, and that is one. Is your business actually scalable? Can you scale it up? So, for example, if I'm, if I'm a one-man band for, um, and I'm charging an hourly rate, there's going to be a time where I'm going to run out of hours 
over the course of the week. So, uh, you know, there's no scaling up there. Once I've hit, you know, my 36 or my 40 hours or my capacity, that's it. I'm done. So that's, that's uh, thing number one. The other thing is, um, you know, are, what are you selling or the service that you're selling or the product? Is it something that people will come back for? Or will they only purchase one time and disappear? So, you know, I just recently bought some stuff online and they were very quick to do a follow-up knowing that every three months I might need their product. So, you know, think about that. What, you know, how are they going to come back? And I encourage people that I work with that are starting out their business to develop a customer journey. And what that customer journey looks like is, I call it the doctor's waiting room. I'm not sure if I've referred to that before, Michelle, but... uh, you know, they come into the doctor's waiting room and, you know, they can go through all these different doors and, um, you know, when they're finished in one area, they can go into another, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, these are the things that need to be considered. What are your thoughts on that, Michelle? Well, usually anything that comes from you is quite brilliant. So uh, I'm just uh, team toning. <laughs> okay. But I agree because with you. I, multiple I layers of income as well. One source of income is, is one source of revenue is not going to really do, you know, multiple layers of income. And as you have quite rightly highlighted in your intro, the market is changing. It's ever changing. So, you know, you really have to stay on point and be flexible and work in a very agile way in your business. What are the gaps? You know, does the, it, are you filling a gap in the market? What does the world need at the moment? How has the climate changed? Can you add another service to your offer? Can you grow your team? Now, people use, um, you, you know, things that can inform this are things like data. What's your best seller? Is your product seasonal? You know, they collect the data. Do they actually use it? Or do they use it as effectively as they can? Can you get key feedback from your clients? Clients are normally the best ones because they tell you as it is. You know, and when I say feedback from your clients, your clients can include your staff too, because uh, your staff will give you some very, very good feedback and uh, help you to co-create, build those relationships, and uh, always be creating those opportunities, Michelle. You know, so I'm just going to take a pause there because I've got a long list that I can share with your listeners. So, uh, you know, that's um, definitely the way that you need to be going, just these are some of the things that you need to be considering. And the other bit I would say is make sure that you've got a business plan or a business model at least. The business model is how you make your money. The business plan is the longer-term strategy with all of the different elements. But make sure you understand finances. And if you don't, then get somebody that does and keep an eye on it because that's the way that you're going to do it. Understand revenue, profit and loss, cash flow, turnover, what are the terms? Understand the terms and make yourself familiar with them and just know exactly what your finances are on a week-by-week week basis and, uh, you know, just look closely at the stats. That's what I would say. Some of the key things that you need to look out for very, very early and they'll point you in the right direction. I love that you are always, well, you're not afraid to talk about money. You're not, and a lot of people are, you're not afraid to talk about what you should charge. You're not afraid to say, you know what, here's what the cost is. And then you even mentioned earlier that they, you know, pay these small businesses on time, the small business owners, the entrepreneurs, because they do need the money. Obviously, you know, you can't go to the doctor's office and then not pay, right? You just don't show up. That's not how it works. So 
you keep that in mind. And of course, incredible advice content. Um, the other thing too, I want to just reiterate, you had said, perhaps head on a different service. And somebody might say, well, um, well, that's not something that you've been focusing on. Well, you're supposed to grow as the business owner, as the expert and the entrepreneur. And as you see what's going on and changing, you should be able to adapt. And that's even, that's even more of a, a, test, uh, a testament and a verification that you're really good at what you're doing. And if you've got an audience, you've got clients and customers that like you, then you can always kind of expand and go down different different tangents, different roads, because as you said, the world is constantly changing. So give your website and any social media contact that you want people to come to find you, Ms. Tony Tone. So it's www.1stlifegroup.com. First, as in the digit 1stlifegroup.com. And you will find me, Tony McClelland, across the First Life Group handles on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Everywhere, really. Clubhouse, everywhere. So that's where you'll find me. And uh, thank you very much for having me again. Always a pleasure, my friend. I love what you have to share with the audience. And I know that it, it helps them tremendously. So make sure you listen to all of Tony's paths. And she's got a show that she is, uh, has on LinkedIn. So make sure you follow her, especially on LinkedIn. And she will, uh, you can tune into all that. So thank you, Tony. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you next month. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, across the pond, great update, great lady. So go check out her information. And, of course, all of our guests, we made it very easy for you to find not only their own shows, their own shows. If you go to our website and you go to the Take Action tab, you'll see a page that says Must Listen To. That is shows that has live streams, that he has talk radio shows, that he has uh, podcasts and uh, TV shows that are all listed on there of guests that are partners of our platform, people that shows that haven't, they haven't come on yet, but they're really good stuff. So go check that out. We're going to add Tony's to that. And then also um, in order to find these guys really easily, what we did was this particular segment, Purpose Driven Partners, because our partners are more than just about making money, right? You know, it's part of it. You got to pay your bills, right? What's all that? But they're more about than, than that. They're there to actually make a difference in your life, in your community, in your business. So um, we made it easy. So if you're going to go to the website, everything home, you can go to everything home about us. Uh, dot com everything home about us that is our launch link that gives you all the different pages and uh, social media links and podcast player links all under one umbrella and it's free so i suggest you set one up for yourself and um once you're on the main website you can also see the uh tab for take action you always want to check out the take action tab and then if you go to the purpose driven partners then it has all of the shows of these partners these amazing partners 265 partners on this platform 642 of these segments and it's 1218, so I'm just going to wrap it up real quick So when I'm on our next guest. So you're going to scroll. This is a scrolling. This is a working warehouse. This is like the Home Depot of the Ultimate Resource Platform. So you're going to go ahead and see the topic of the show. You're going to have it. I put everything in numbers so you can easily find it. That's why I throw out numbers of the shows that you can go to. It has the topics. It has a graphic with their pretty photos on it. It has even the topics on there and below that in the show notes. It has their name and then their company name. And, of course, it's in that blue. So you click on that, it goes to their website. So you can find everybody really easily because they're offering so much content and, uh, on their own stuff, too. Uh, so you want to go check them out. Check them all out. Again, these are the peeps that you need to that you should work with, right? We don't want you to use Google ever again to find somebody. Like, I don't know who to use. I don't know who to talk to. I, I, need, I need information. Don't use the Google. Don't even use the DuckDuckGo. Just go to the website. Everything home about us. 
and check out all of the, the guests and the partners that we have on our platform. All right, so let me bring on my next guest. He's a new partner to our platform, Mr. Brian Kelly. He's an entrepreneur, author, speaker, and automation expert who helps entrepreneurs generate a six-figure revenue stream within 12 months, and that is guaranteed because he's that good. And he's got his own show. We're going to learn about him, Brian Kelly. Audience, big round of applause for our new partner. Brian Kelly, welcome to our Patriotic Purpose Shipping Resource Platform. How are you today, my new friend? I am doing phenomenal, Michelle. My goodness, I love your show, your your whole platform, your the way you approach it. Tony was amazing. Uh, what a great topic about helping others. Uh, I think that's what we should all do is join arms and help each other, even if we're in a similar segment. Um, I don't think there's anything, you know, as such as scarcity. I don't think it exists. There's so much... Uh, plentiful abundance that we can all tap into that there's no need to uh, compete. We can all collaborate and there's always a way to do that. So I really am uh, finding great value already in listening to the first segment of your show. So thanks for doing what you do and spreading the word. Wow. I appreciate all of the uh, incredible compliments you just gave. And what you said is what we preach all the time. It's the whole basis of this entire platform. The show evolved into a platform because it needed to, because now we're creating community. Where we're gathering all of these incredible people, not only the audience, but the, the partners and the guests that come on the show. But you, you hit it on the ne- right on the head. There is no competition. I don't believe that there's any competition because everybody approaches things differently. Everybody has a little different take. And then people that are listening, that uh, hire, that uh, just want to learn, they communicate differently. They, they receive differently. They relate to somebody differently. So no one's the same. So you can always collaborate because there's just and, – and, and that's the, – the people that succeed the most, and uh, I'm keeping an eye on the time because I want to make sure you get a, a bunch of words in here. I don't want to take too much of it, but you kind of hit, hit it on the head, and I think it's important to reiterate this and push it into people's minds. The people that get the purpose of collaboration and partnerships and relationships are the ones that succeed, and then they attract those other people because then you have just an incredible powerhouse of people that really get it. And that, that's, that's the key. That is the sweet spot. So I encourage others that are, even if it doesn't matter which business is, doesn't matter what you do, collaborate. Partnerships, relationships, that's the key because you have those like-minded people and amazing things happen when uh, you put down that barrier and go, oh, they're my competition. No, they're not. They're your friend. So start acting like you're all friends and things will change. What do you think of that, Brian Kelly? I completely resonate with that. My goodness. Um, yeah, I am so glad that we got introduced to each other because I love everything you've just said and everything you're about. Uh, so resonate. I love helping people. It's not, for me, it's not money first. Money will come when that person is a, is a match for you, and it's a mutual match. I don't look at trying to bring anybody into my business that just because they have a heartbeat and room on their credit card, I don't take their <laughs> money. I won't because they must be a fit and I must be able to help them first and foremost. And I determine that before anything. And so, um, so completely resonate with everything you're saying. It's about value uh, and building relationships is absolutely key. That's one of the things that took me forever to learn on my own. <laughs> but once hmm. I started uh, doing a live, vid- uh, live show, which I do on video, 
uh, and I began building these relationships with past guest experts, and I need to have you on there, by the way, intent, wink, wink. Uh, the, uh, Love it. The relationships that we build that are so long-term from such a short period of time of getting to know somebody, they're amazing, and they're all always collaborative. Uh, it's just an amazing, amazing thing to do. As anyone out there that's not doing interview shows of any kind, podcasts could be recorded, doesn't have to be live. Just get started because you will see an, an increase in your happiness, number one, and your income, number two. Uh, and just know it takes time. It's not something you, it's, a, it's not a quick kill game. You don't do it overnight. Uh, be in it to win it. But if you commit to it, you will, uh, I'll guarantee you success. I watched one of your shows yesterday. It was very, very good. So um, I'm looking forward to being a part of that. And uh, thank you for thank you for throwing that out there live on the air. Now, I, now it's been recorded, so it has to you know keep you accountable and attached to that. But what what really struck me about a couple things about you was you mentioned automation, and you mentioned it a couple times in the show. And the show had nothing really to do with automation, and that's kind of your expertise, your niche. Um, talk about that for a little bit. I got about three, three and a half minutes. And I, I think, uh, it, well, let's put it this way. Tony mentioned it earlier. She says there's only so many hours in the day. And I, my biggest thing is the automation. There's only so many hours in the day that you have. And if you have come up with incredible tools and ways to streamline things, I think that is the home run. Um, so talk about that a little bit and maybe share a tip for people to get them teased as to uh, there's ways to make this work, everybody, and you know, get a little bit of your life back, too. Yeah, automation is one of the keys to systematizing your business, and it does so many things. Uh, it, it adds quality to the, the presence of your business and your organization and yourself. So the perception from others who are on the receiving end of your automated communication, I'm not talking about marketing, I'm talking about communication, like leading up to a show, which you will experience this coming up, Michelle, when we get you on, is the communication, getting uh, the guests prepared, having everything uh, taken care of without my personal uh, time being spent because everything has been automated beforehand. And it has saved me so much time and, and of course, with that, so much money. Uh, what I have in my personal quiver for automation is the equivalent of four virtual assistants doing all the work for me. And I didn't come up with that number. That came from one of my past guests who's a very astute businessman who was receiving all these communications and automation. And it's, it's a godsend when you get it set up. It takes time to set up. You refine it. You tweak it. You get it rolling. Mistakes will be made up front now and then, but once it's dialed in, there are no mistakes. It, that's the other beautiful thing about automation. It, it eradicates human error. Humans are necessary. Don't get me wrong. You want to have VAs actually there for, to do things that human beings are meant to do, like actual communication and creating memes and editing videos and things that require human intervention. But there are many things, many things you can automate that will save you time, and that time that you save can be used for better things like taking sales calls, strategy sessions, whatever it is that's part of your business model, uh, to free you to do that while at the same time you've just increased the quality of your business in the eyes of the outsiders that are looking in. Uh, you know what, I think you're, uh, there's almost, you know, I'd say divine intervention, how we came across each other's path, because what you just discussed is really what all business owners need to implement into their, into their world. And it's, I've, I've had some people talk about automation, but not with the information that I've heard you say on your show. And then also 
the information that you send out. Can you give, is it possible to give the, is, is a website where they could sign up for that free information? Um, I don't remember exactly what it was. I downloaded it, but I haven't gotten a chance to go through it in detail, but just, just, just some of the things that I briefly saw, it was pretty powerful. And I haven't seen any of that information uh, kind of um, compiled anywhere else together. So it's definitely unique. Are you talking about the, Automation resources list. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's enough of a good teaser to get people started. Not because we're trying to sway them to, you know, get into your programs. It's just that I found so much value in it that I haven't seen anywhere else. And I'm literally, you know, been doing this show for a long time. I have 265 partners and we've done 642 segments and uh, I haven't seen anything like that. So that says a lot. I mean, that's not rare. Yeah. Go ahead and share that for, for everybody, would you? It's a, it's a real short link. It's RYP, stands for Reach Your Peak, RYP.IM forward slash automation, and all lowercase. So RYP.IM forward slash automation. And it's a free list. There's nothing for sale. Uh, you just get a list in the email and with links so you can go to those. And, you know, full disclosure, some are affiliate links, but, you know, I don't think, I don't even think we need to say anything about that anymore because it doesn't cost no. anyone any more money. Called life. Uh, in it's called fact, life. I have a whole market. I do the opposite. It's all affiliate links. Yeah, that, that's you know, exactly. That's so, Michelle, if you were to tell me about a, if you were to tell me about a resource and I, I had interest in it, I literally would ask you, Michelle, do you have an affiliate link? Send it to me because I want you to get the reward for telling me about it. I do the, exactly. I do it just the opposite way. Exactly. Please exactly. tell me what your affiliate link is. I want you to get something for telling me this. I appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. Lord, oh, yeah. Please make my life easier. And what do I need to do? And oh, by the way, I'm going to buy it anyway. And you happen to get a percentage because you figured it exactly. out before me. Thank you. And by the way, where do I send an extra check? Just as a thank you for making my life easier is more like it. There you uh, go. Plug your website if you've got, you want to give that a plug the show real quick. And then I got a, I got a bump. All right. I, I, I'll just give my main uh, show website, which is the mind body businessshow.com. I know it's a lot. The mindbodybusinessshow.com. And there's an opt-in form there. You can just opt in. Nothing's for sale there either. It'll just remind you of the next upcoming weekly live show, one of which will have the very Michelle Swinwick on it coming soon. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Brian. And we're going to add your show to our must-listen-to page so that way people can easily find it. And then let's talk about having you come on for a longer segment during the soapbox, and that way we can get some more of this automation information to people and make their lives easier because I really think that that is the key. I know it's going to change the things that I'm doing because I, I, uh, I need to automate and I need to get these VAs working because there's just only so many hours a day I kind of hit a I had a little roadblock this weekend where I was like, wow, I'm actually tired for the first time. And this is unheard of because I don't get tired. And I said, ah, a year and a half of nonstop, seven days a week, no breaks. I think (laughs) I am human. Who knew? I am human. So we need to change that. So, Brian, thank you so much for coming on. And um, uh, I'll reach out to you this week and we'll get you on for a little bit longer segment later this month. That would be awesome. And I will do the same to get you on our show, and I can't wait. And thank you for having me, and it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you. You too, and welcome to our Patriotic Purpose and Resource Platform, Brian Kelly, the king of automation. Listen to his show. Thank you, Brian. Have a great uh, – well, I'll talk to you later this week, so it's not – have a great week because I'm going to be a part of it. You're going to be part of mine. All right, I got a bump. I got a bump. All right. <laughs> have a, have a good day, my friend. All right, so we are at 1231. I'm – ooh. Oh, you know what? I was I, I said I was going to keep the show tight today, and I apologize for running over 
you just got me started talking about things that are really, really important in your business now because things are a changing. We need it to be adapting. You know, I need to, somebody's there to make your life easier. I, uh, I get a little carried away learning and helping and sharing that information. So I apologize to Stephanie Shaw, my next guest, for waiting in the queue, but let's get right to her. Uh, nutrition, boy, do we, <laughs> it's the key to all this stuff, guys, nutrition, nutrition to get healthier. Stephanie Shaw, she is a nutrition strategist who helps high-performing women. I think I'd be high-performing. I think I'm <laughs> high-strung, maybe, uh, and to get their body they desire. Oh, you definitely need that. You should see it. Uh, oh, I'm pretty psyched, guys. It's, uh, you know what I say? They have, um, they have a six-pack. get the six-pack of rolls, <laughs> not a six-pack abs. And they get the, the body they desire and the confidence they deserve. Lose off the weight building a sustainable lifestyle. I think her timing is perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause. <laughs> Stephanie Shaw, how are you? Hey, I am doing great. How are you doing? I am good. Whenever I have these nutrition people on and these exercise uh-huh. people on, I was just I always hear that sound in the in my head. Right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing. A full confession. I don't know if you've listened to any of the episodes before, but I had maybe like one or two nutrition people, but it was very rare. And then all of a sudden I did this. I did uh, uh, manifest, like a big manifestation live all-star month for March. And I wow. said before, y'all, it's, it's incredible. And literally, there's tens of thousands of dollars of free content just in that. And I think it might be in the high tens of thousands, pushing the hundreds just from that month alone. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the clock, so I want to make sure that we get you, get you your time. But what happened was, is I said, God, you know, I really need to, uh, I need to get back in shape. I need to start getting healthier because I'm lazy when it comes to exercise. I used to be an athlete many, many years ago, but, uh, you know, retired that jersey <laughs> a long time ago. And then all of a sudden, all of you nutrition people, you exercise people started showing up, like coming on the show. And um, now, now I'm trying to get you all on more often because I think it is, it is very important to have that balance in your life. And I'm going to give you some kudos and then I'll let you share a little bit more about you personally. But when I sent the yeah. email about the show yesterday, um, you sent an email back and it was an auto, right? Uh-huh. We were talking about automation, um, but you want to right. tell the audience the gist of what the email said. And when I got it, I started laughing because I'm like, uh, that's, what I need. I just literally had a, I fell down this weekend and I was like, oh man, it's like she's in my head or in my house right now. And there's a camera and she's watching literally the past three days. So share what the email response was and then tell us a little bit about you. Awesome. First of all, yes, I was watching. (laughs) No, but seriously. So I did this probably about a month or so ago. I found myself, just like you said, with with Brian, you know, working all the time, always going. And I'm like, wait, I'm putting myself right back in the situation where I was before when my body completely crashed. So I decided that Thursday at 5 p.m., I wasn't going to answer emails anymore. I'm like, nothing that I do is life or death. If my clients really need me, they can send me a text message. So my out-of-office comes up, and it says that I am taking care of myself from 5 p.m. Thursday afternoon until Monday morning, and I'll get back with you during normal business hours instead of running the entire week together because it's so easy for entrepreneurs to do. So 
that's what's on my out of office. And a little bit about me. Um, I have a pain of purpose story. I spent um, two years very sick. I went to 18 different doctors, two world-renowned medical facilities. They could not find out what was wrong with me. And it all led back to me not taking care of my mental and my physical health, um, not eating properly, working seven days a week, high-profile corporate jobs, and then into um, into running a nonprofit. So I took everything that I learned because I wouldn't just take the, when I finally found someone to support me, I wouldn't just take what he was saying. I went back, got a couple of certifications, took the knowledge that I have, and that's why I support women now because I know we are super high performers and um, and it, it, it's good when we, we know it's okay for us to take time out for ourselves. Uh, yeah, I second that motion. And it is, um, it's something that we always put on to the back burner. You know, the health is, is usually the last, mm-hmm. right? Because we never make time for it. And, and mental health, too. Mental health, just even yeah. if you're doing a timeout, like, uh, you know, silent time staring at the wall and just, just being, right? Like, yeah. uh, and turning yeah. things off. And then, uh, you know, they just don't look at that stupid phone and stay away from social media and that kind of stuff. Um, that's, it, it's a big thing. It's really just almost, you want to call it meditation, throw in some prayer, whatever, yeah. but it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's the decompression. Oh, yeah. That's, um, well, you know, I, I tell people and I, I, I encourage people to do this. I've been doing it for a couple months. I'm encouraging, but I do, I tell mm-hmm. everybody I fall off the wagon. Like I'm literally good to go for like three, four, five days, hardcore. And then all of a sudden, I'll, right. I'll admit I fall off the wagon. Like I say, get up an hour early every day, right? Try to make the time, do that. Yeah. And in that one hour early, you're going to do one item for your business, for your life and for your community, right? Because we've got to, we've got to have mm-hmm. that balance, but we've also got to do those things that we were talking about earlier because everything, everything overlaps each other now more so than it ever has. So you've got to be aware, you've got to be active and you've got to participate. You want to focus on those, the three pillars of life, right? The stool of life. Right. And, um, but I, and, uh, uh, and I say, you know, start your day, you go pray and then you plan and then you take yeah. your action. Yeah. But I fall off the wagon. I mean, I was good to go for about four days last week and then boom, I didn't get up that extra hour early. And then well, maybe you can comment on this. Because it's about like mental yeah, health, but so, then I beat myself up for the rest of the day, and you can't do that. You want to you want to share something yeah, about that, like how to not beat yourself up when you don't do the things that you are saying you're going to do. Right, you're you're so right, and we do that. We do beat ourselves up. I think one of the things is putting that that huge goal out of every day. I have to wake up at a certain time. Okay, so what if you don't on that Thursday? There's always Friday. Stop. Stop thinking that once I hit the wall, that wall has to stay there. Figure out ways to move the wall. Maybe it was that you were waking up too early and your body just wasn't for that. I personally don't exercise till 8 o'clock at night. So making some adjustments in your exercise schedule, making some adjustments in your mindset, and or doing something like a lot of um, folks that I know, get an accountability partner or someone to walk with. Um, one of my neighbors, I, I walk, but every once in a while, you know, even I fall off the wagon. So I met with a neighbor last week. I'm like, okay, two days per week. So now I know that I'm accountable to her and she's accountable to me. So I'm going to be walking with her and we're going to be more consistent together. So putting some of those things in place often help clients or help women uh, help us get to where we need to go. But I think most important is if you, if you hit a wall, do not 
do not let that wall stop you. Figure out a way to break that wall down and make some adjustments in your schedule and your life. Do that pivot so that you can keep moving forward. So real quick, give us one tip to jumpstart the exercise portion of our lives and then one tip to jumpstart the nutrition part. Low-hanging fruit because, you know, we don't want anything too much of people. We don't want to make it something that they're going to go, oh, I'm going to spend an hour in the kitchen. Hell no, this is not going to happen. Thank you, Stephanie, but no way, Jose. So what can what, what's the low-hanging fruit, right? We love low-hanging fruit. Right. It's something that they can do right. once they finish the segment and they're like, all right, those two crazy ladies uh, have convinced me that I can do this and I need to start somewhere because I'm not getting any younger, I'm not getting any thinner, and uh uh, you know, things are going sideways. So what are we going to do? Exactly. Exercise is move, period. So I would say uh, the majority of people can walk. If you can walk a mile in an hour or a mile in 10 minutes, just start walking slowly and keep to that. No equipment needed, no video needed or anything like that. And for food, I would have to I've got to throw in two things. One, drink water, um, because a lot of times um, your hormone leptin, it, there's a trigger that tells you when you're full. A lot of times you'll think, or when you're hungry, you'll think you're hungry, but maybe you're just thirsty or dehydrated. So drink some water before you eat. And then do what I do. I have emergency food all the time. I always have a bag of kale, cooked sweet potatoes, and some quinoa in my refrigerator. So when I want that something sweet or that something salty, I will go to those things first and then decide if I really need some chips or so forth. So that emergency food to keep you out of the junk food, drinking water, and walking. Simple. You know, the basics. But the thing is, yes. you've got to be reminded. It's like, you know, the, you only thing that, you the only thing you don't need to be reminded to is breathing. Other than that, we kind of mm-hmm. need a nudge, a reminder about every other thing, which is kind of stupid, yeah. right, Stephanie? Because, like, we're adults. <laughs> And we're, we would think that we're somewhat smart or evolved as a, as a human being. You know, we're not dragging our knuckles down the street. So, you, went, you know, you got to be reminded, um, oh, I don't know, drink water. Like, literally, you just said that. And I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people that they say drink water. But then there might be a day where I only have one glass of water. Like, I, come on, people. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, when you said drink so water. Here, I'll give you a perfect example, and then I'll get, and then we'll just go for another minute. Um, I have two right. cups of, on my desk. I have my club soda, which I love because mm-hmm. it has the carbonation, and a big glass of water. Mm-hmm. Um, which one do you think is much more full than the other? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the, the water, but it, yeah, it totally is. But I'm going to beg you to throw the carbonation down the drain. <laughs> oh, I know it's. it's it, it's it's my thing though. I mean, and I, I do put it in the water, but I'm not. I, the club soda is more than the water. But see what I mean? Like I know this. Yeah. Everyone that people that are yeah. listening know this, but we need these reminders. That's why we constantly have nutrition people and exercise, yeah. and we have the you know business people on the show. All the different topics that you need because you need those reminders. Even if you are yeah, a superstar at what you do, you you need these reminders. So Stephanie, give your give your website or any social media. Uh, links that you want people to follow so they can find you sure sure if they just go to my website stephanie lynn shaw they can get they can find everything all of my social media all of my protocols everything are are on the website everything's on the website so it's stephanie lynn shaw.com 
Awesome. Thank you for uh, reaching out and uh, jumping on the show. Thank you for being a new partner on our Patriotic Purpose Driven Resource Platform. And um, we will talk to you next month when, you, when I see you pop up on the schedule. So make it a great week, All right. my dear. Thank you so much. All right. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. So it is 1243. I'm going to make sure that we are back on track tight. And I kind of I slipped in and I took away a little bit from my segment because I went a little over on the rest of the guests and I wanted to make sure they had enough time. But the, the thing that I wanted to talk to everybody about real quick, it's 1243, uh, about your take action resources to save your freedom. And, oh, I don't know, this country, but it's time to reposition your reality. And I do bring it up on multiple shows because it just needs to start to stink, sink in. So the stink needs to sink in, right? So, yes, we are in a very, very twilight zone type of world, but you just need to you need to literally reposition how you're thinking about everything. And I've talked about it many times. The, what, the things that you've been told, the, uh, the information from the elected elites, the perceptions that been, have been indoctrinated into your brain from certain things that transpired in history, certain information from uh, false authorities like the, uh, the health industry, the uh, big pharma, the CDC, that's just one category. You're talking about, you know, I call them the 13 big. So your big media, your big tech from your big government. I'm going to list them all real quick because I want you to remember them. So you got your big media, your big tech, your big government, your big business, your big labor, your big money, big entertainment, big lobby, big pharma, big box, big religion, big education, big nonprofit foundation, and GO. Okay. Keep that one in mind. All of those, those false authorities, literally most of the things that they have told you all of these years are lies. And we're just starting to figure it all out, right? There's some people out there that were smarter than us, you know, and they were called conspiracy theorists. There's no such thing as conspiracies, and there's no such thing as coincidences. Remember conspiracy theory that was, the, uh, that was labeled by the CIA back in the 60s because people started to figure stuff out. They said, well, we don't want you guys knowing what's really going on, so we're going to make it seem like you're all crazy, and we'll start calling you conspiracy theorists. And it's a conspiracy theory. There is none, okay? Literally, when there's a hint of truth in it, there's a lot of truth behind it. So reposition, right? We keep wondering, why is all this stuff happening? Why is, and it's, at, uh, it's on the stake. Uh, like Afghanistan, not a mistake. The border, nah, definitely not a mistake. Not an oversight. Not just somebody who is who's not doing their job. No, 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 no. You've got to reposition everything. Everything is by design. And I'm literally trying to destroy you, this country, your business, your life, your school, your children, your health, everything, right? Literally, when I say it's all them versus all of us, it's all the elected elite, all those 13 bigs against you, the American people. So you need to stop asking why. Because they hate you and they don't need you. And they want to destroy your freedom. And they want to destroy everything that, is, that makes this country amazing. They hate God, right? They're demonic people because you can't, in good conscience, do the things that they're doing and actually be somebody who believes in God, who uh, 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 helps others. Um, you would not be a welcome on our platform if you uh, were in those positions because you wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be purpose-driven, right? You would be destruction-driven. So you've got to reposition how you look at all of this and all this information. There's agendas. There are alter- ulterior motives, and they all are based on bad, evil, demonic things. That's what these people are. I used to say they were bad people. Then I used to say they were evil people. 
And now I believe that they literally are some sort of demonic possession. There are demons living in these people because nobody in their right mind would be doing and saying and, and causing all this destruction. And now there's literally lives being lost. So um, unless the, you really do, you were, you were demonic. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it just has to be. So take everybody for what the word, what they say, believe them. What they say, like here in Arizona, real quick, it's 1247. Public instruction is the Department of Education. It's called public instruction, not public education, instruction, because they want you to be instructed. They don't want you to be educated. So again, they show you, they show you their cards. They tell you, and they take it for what it's worth and don't ask why anymore. The answer is why they hate you. They want to destroy the country. They want to control. They want tyranny. And they're doing that in everything from the non-vaccine mandates to the mask mandates to, um, my God, you know, just uh, uh, pick, pick a category. Okay, pick a category. So reposition your reality and things will change. And you got to make sure, and it's 1240, I'm going to bring on the next guest. And I can talk about this in more detail. But you need the number one thing that you're going to be doing this week, this week, is you're going to be starting to really be selective on where you buy, what you buy, who you support, what companies and services you support, and where your money is. You got to get your money out of Bank of America. You got to get your money out of Chase. You got to get your investments out of those bad companies because all they're doing is making more money to destroy you and this country and all your friends and your family members. Not only their businesses, and their schools, their education, their children, their but their lives at this point. So it's time for us as people who love this country, who actually want to help other people, to stick together, to come together, to boycott these companies and support the ones that actually are doing good things on this planet. So that's what you need to do. You need to make the decision to get rid of supporting all of these bad entities, these bad hombres. They're bad. They're bad. I mean, I just give you the whole list. Don't be doing it. I know it's a little bit of an inconvenience. You've got to make a list. But really, you can do it. And it's the only way we're going to be able to stand up to the tyranny. Just like the example I gave in the opener about how the Southwest Airlines, they canceled all those flights because the employees said, hell no, we're not taking this non-vaccine. And they called in sick to work. So we, the people, have the power. But we've got to come together. And you've got to stand up. You've got to stand up for what you believe in. Figure out what you believe in. And then stand up for it. All right, it's 1249. I don't want to go on any longer. I need to bring on my next guest. My next guest is Oksana Lovich. She's a transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author of the upcoming book, Abundance, as in D-A-N-C-E. you got to move that body. Oh, she's moving the body. Maybe that's the, the theme of the show today, moving the body. The fulfilled path to success. Audience, big round of applause. Oksana, how are you today, my friend? Oh, I'm feeling incredible. Thank you so much. So you are in the uh, City of Angels, that is Los Angeles, for uh, those that, uh, that are unfamiliar. So what, uh, you want to give us a little update on the insanity, the tyranny, and the chaos that's going on in your uh, once great state of California? Uh, I don't see chaos. I live in a world of magic, so I don't know <laughs> exactly uh, every city I ever lived, I always live in abundance. Uh, everything is really amazing because I believe what we concentrate on and what we see, that's what we perceive because reality is just a decision what you decide to perceive and see as a result and multiply. 
So with the, you know, the, in, in the regular world for the people who aren't repositioning with a different attitude like you are, what are some of the steps that they can do to ease into that? Because we don't want to, you know, like I was saying to the last guest, we can't give everybody too much at once because it's overwhelming and we, then they won't make some adjustments. So how do we ease them into having more of an, an outlook that, that you have and how you're positioning and your overall Oh, you know, whether you want to call it manifesting or your the, the, your uh, your overall outlook. How do, how do we get into that groove so then that more there's more gratitude in our lives too? Well, uh, the first thing definitely we should disconnect uh, from every thought that is coming into the mind because the mind was once created to create um, beautiful things uh, like. Uh, creations of the world but at the same time the same mind can make us completely crazy and insane because if we believe every thought that is coming into my into your mind so you take everything to your heart instead I would say uh, shift attention into your heart and start living in a state of love understanding that in yang it's normal it's normal for the world to have uh, negativity and positivity and it's what you decide to concentrate because every situation can be put in the comedy or in a drama it's it's the it's the decision and don't put so much negative information in uh, start reading more positive books start watching more positive movies so so that you uh, put, you fill your vessel with good, high vibrational things, and then you start radiating it out, and your life will start becoming much more magical. Can you give us an example of somebody that you recently maybe worked with where they started implementing this, and all of a sudden things changed? Like, so that in that way people can kind of relate a little bit. Because sometimes this is a little too much for people that are just, you know, traditional, regular people that live in real world, um, that we want to just kind of open <laughs> their mind a little bit. We want to open yeah. their mind a little bit because there is a whole other kind of, there's another, there's another plane, there's another uh, um, layer to all of this. You have to, once you start learning and you start following it and paying attention, it makes too much sense. Uh, also paying attention, it's an interesting thing because uh, we can go together today to the same event with millions of people and I may see and meet completely different people and you may meet and see completely different people because we also, the real world is the perception of what your mental sees my real world can be completely different because my mental filters do manifest people who are not wanting to see that darkness, not wanting to uh, give that energy because every time we give energy to negativity that is happening in the world, we are actually making more of it. And when we stop giving that energy that's exactly when more and more people will start awakening to the realization that it's just not healthy. 
You know, it's not healthy for for your body, for for your mind. You will live a lot less if you concentrate on negativity and you will create a lot of, you know, challenges and maybe even an illness. And my recent client, I've always had clients, but uh, my recent case was uh, very interesting, a very, very... Uh, very, very ambitious boy uh, who is already very successful, but he does have, like, he lives in his mind, and it's, it's 90% of people in the world, unfortunately, because we weren't trained doing that. That's why, it's, that's why the practice like meditation is the key. So I told him how to shift this perception and instead to connect with his intuition like Einstein and start living in his sacred space of the heart while using his mind at work and how you do it with a constant practice of meditation, uh, with uh, deep breathing. I also gave him a valuable book to read because I also believe that when you read books, if you start your day with a powerful book, you shift, you transform your perception of the day. And he told me that not only his concentration has improved after he starts, like, not allowing his thoughts to run his day, he also literally, like, ideas were, like, powerful ideas were coming in. Because once I, um, I, I talked to a very powerful, very successful lawyer uh, in L.A., and I told him how hard he worked, I told him, to get where he was. And he said, no, I didn't work hard. I worked smart. I received my knowledge and information in one hour, which some lawyers take two, three months to get. You know, that's, that's what the boy got, and his career took a different turn, you know. Hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's uh, it, it, it's good to have these uh, success stories. So people are like, hmm, let me. Well, let me, I, why not try it? I have nothing to lose. <laughs> what, uh-huh. what, yes. what can What can I do? Well, maybe um, if uh, you know, it's free, right? <laughs> you don't You don't have to pay. You know, it's like give it a try, just like the exercise. Um, maybe walk around the block, see what happens. Uh, you have nothing to lose. You know, it's 10 minutes. Oxana, I give your website so people can learn more, follow you, and, and get some more information. Absolutely. So my website is apexlifemastery.com. It's A-P-E-X, lifemastery.com. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, my friend. And we look forward to talking to you next month. And I encourage everybody to just um, listen to that segment again. And maybe, uh, you know, try something. Try something is free. What do you have to lose? <laughs> clear that clear that monkey mind and uh, change the <laughs> attitude. So thank you, my friend. Have a great uh, Thank have a great you so week. much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. So it is 1258. And uh, before... I uh, give you the business tip for the today. I just thought this was really interesting that, uh, you know, we're, we're constantly being censored. I'm not, I'm not even allowed to list any of the, oh, I don't know, like 200 website pages on Facebook anymore because I violate their community standards, even though I'm not posting on there hardly at all. I get 10 to 20 different notifications because they're just going through past, uh, past posts for the past four years 
because I got on their radar about a month ago. And it wasn't because I posted anything against their community standards. They just don't like the fact that I'm telling the truth because they sent me a community standards violation. And the one uh, one comment that they got me for was it said, um, <laughs> said uh, tune in on your favorite podcast player. That was it. So that was against their community standards. So it doesn't matter, right? So they just make this up. So I just got this one, yet another badge, claim to fame, right? So another claim to fame. So if you're wondering why we're not posting that much on, on Facebook, well, it's difficult when you can't post your your websites or your, any of your links when considering this is the ultimate resource center. This is the ultimate resource platform, you know, I mean, one location for all the information and all the information's on our website and I can't post any links on our website. And they're actually even sneaking enough that the custom domain names that I have, like uh, COVID facts, not fear or take action items. That's even picking it up because it's picking up the website forwarding. So um, I can't even do that. So that's why I'm encouraging other, all of you to uh, subscribe to our newsletter. You need to do that and follow us on other alternative platforms. We're going to be more active on Getter and Clout Hub and Gab uh, because they're not censoring, right? Uh, the other ones are. So I'm going to still do the LinkedIn. Facebook is just it's limited, right? And Twitter, well, that's just a cesspool of hate and uh, stupidity. But, you know, these are some of the things we're, we're going to try to segue off. So I encourage you to do that too. Just like I said, you got to boycott these other companies and stop investing in them and stop participating and fueling the beast, right? You don't need to do that anymore. So start making the transition, go find new friends and, uh, and platforms that support you and don't hate you. Um, so you can do all that. You can do that by going to everything home about us, everything home about us.com. And you'll see all of the different pages that uh, are on our website, plus our social media links and a newsletter. And of course, if you go to the website, once you get on the main website, can, uh, there's the different tabs. You're going to get all the different pages to get all the information that you need and then uh, join the newsletter in the lower right-hand corner of all of the website pages. And, and the most recent episode goes across your phone. But I just got this from YouTube. Oh, YouTube. God, what a great company. YouTube removed your content. So apparently um, our team has reviewed your content and unfortunately we think it violates our misinformation policy. We've removed the following from YouTube. Maria Zach, the deep state shadow government is being exposed. White hats making the data public. Um, yeah, I guess that we know that this might be disappointing. Blah, blah, blah. False claims. Um, hmm. Oh, here it is. Con- uh, content that advances false claims that widespread fraud, errors, or glitches change the outcome of the U.S. 2020 election presidential is not allowed on YouTube. Um, that we don't, we barely, I don't think we even talked about that during, oh yeah, we did. <laughs> this is the election fraud because it was Italy gate. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's what that was. Oh, your channel now has two strikes. You won't be able to do things. You won't be able to do anything. Three strikes in the same period, 90 days. Wow. So anyway, you guys, that's just another reality check. So, um, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, if you, uh, so don't be, uh, don't be deterred by it, but or don't be a turd by it, right? A turd, like they are turds. Um, still post what you got to post and they take it down or they strike you or they strike you. So start working on the other platforms because you, uh, you need to find a new friend. We need to find new friends, support those that support you. These hate mongers and don't because they make money off you. We, why are we making money off them? All right, let's do this. Um, it is time to bring on my special guest for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. 
cue the music, boys and girls. Can you cue the music? This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Joining me in Sitting Shotgun are two special guests, and first up is uh, Dr. John Diamond. He is the Director of News and Journalism for the Content 2021 Film Festival and the host of America Unhinged, the lead-off daily show on Brighton TV, which is about faith in America and all the stuff that's going on. Audience, big round of applause for my good friend, Dr. John Diamond. Dr. J, how are you, my friend? I'm wonderful. You're going to have to change your name to the queen of censored uh, content, I look like. <laughs> I know. Again, with the strikes. It's, uh, yeah, they, uh, they're coming at me all different directions. Like it's, I don't even want to go on Facebook anymore because as soon as I click on Facebook, I have all the, <laughs> this list, community standards, violation, violation, violation. I'm like, I haven't posted in like five days. So it doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. They're just, they're just pulling stuff up. It's, uh, so it's not, it's, don't be, don't be afraid, people. Don't be afraid. They're all frauds. They're demons. They are evil and they shall be destroyed. Uh, not soon enough. You know what I mean, Dr. J? Oh, I do. I had my YouTube channel removed permanently last week. So, um, oh, and that was like, my, that was like my third one. <laughs> Well, and the only reason it, mine hasn't been taken down is because I actually stopped posting on it. So I didn't even bother. Yeah. I haven't posted anything. But what I did was just for the just for for uh, poops and giggles. What I did is now that I'm streaming on multiple platforms, I just I said, ah, what the hell? So instead of turning off the YouTube, I just turned it on just to see, uh, just to see, just to see if it's audio or if it's picking up. Uh, content or what's listed. So I don't post anything. It automatically gets the feed, but uh, I can't even post, I can't even stream on uh, Facebook because right now it's just sending data. And then a big warning came up and says, basically you suck. You can't go ahead and, and stream to Facebook. So it's just uh, so stupid. So what, uh, who, who, tell me a little bit about uh, who's on the show today or what do you got coming up this week? Cause I know you got a lot of juicy guests on. Uh, yeah, I had a candidate for uh, lieutenant governor here on Pennsylvania today. I was supposed to have a nurse that had quit her job for not taking the jab on the second half, and then uh, she did not um, – there was a scheduling conflict, which was no big deal. So I had him on the entire show, and it turned out to be absolutely wonderful. So it looks like we may have a governor, a lieutenant governor candidate here in Pennsylvania that, that we can get behind. Well, and you know, the, the problem is, unless we go to paper ballots, we can have an amazing candidate. But if the nefarious characters are in charge of the elections like they were for 2020, which is apparently one of the reasons I just got a strike on YouTube for discussing uh, and, you know, questioning the uh, ruling class's uh, interpretation of what happened. Um, it's not, I hate to say it, but... That guy might not he's probably not going to get in, right? Sue, so what uh, did you guys discuss that at all on the show? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about it at length. And, uh, uh, well, that's the great thing about being on TV is I can talk about whatever I want freely and show whatever videos I want freely. I love going over to YouTube and find out which, which ones they struck me for and then just taking them off that channel and moving them over and, uh, and putting them on my show and showing them and discussing them. It's just it's just wonderful to have that freedom of speech and freedom of freedom of press over there on uh, on on Brideon and Brideon TV. So just like you said at the beginning, we just need to abandon all of these things. We just yeah. need to get off Facebook, get off YouTube. You know, not only don't I want to give them my business or my money, but I'm just tired of wasting my time. You know, trying to curtail my words to figure out what I can say and I can't say. This is America, so I'm I'm not dealing with these Nazis anymore. Well, and, you know, it's, it's the things that, that we're discussing. It's not like we're saying uh, we're yelling fire in a crowded theater, right? We're not saying uh, let's go ahead and uh, burn down cities or, uh, you know, we're not raping and pillaging, right? So we're just literally, you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's, we're not saying anything that is, um, oh, I don't know, like common sense or we're using certain words like, uh, I call it non-vaccine because it's not really a vaccine, but like the fact that people have to say jab or the fact that anyone started saying that, I mean, what, 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 what planet are we living in that we have to come up with code words in order to communicate, to get around not only censorship, but then it becomes, and then from the other side, it actually becomes something where people are, are, are using that to describe it for the people who support it. Like, Hey, did you get the jab? I'm like, what is wrong with you that you are actually using the word jab? Like, did you call it a jab for the flu shot? Like what is, I just, I'm questioning, I'm questioning the, uh, it's not even intelligence level. I'm just wondering like what happened to the human being? Are you that uh, it's beyond brainwash. It's like, there's no critical thinking. There's no common sense. I mean, you sound like an ass to put it bluntly. Right, it's just it's ridiculous, John. What? What? It's the twilight zone. Unbelievable. It is. It is. And you you can advocate burning down cities or killing police officers as long as you're on the left. But you know, you 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 say that we're going to go into D.C. and protest a fraudulent election peacefully, then all of a sudden that's an insurrection. So you know, it just it just shows you that, and that's why and that's why we did this. Uh, news and journalism conference to raise up alternative uh, news media because, I mean, and, and one of the quotes I used when I, when I gave the keynote address, um, I talked about the rule of journalism. And Ben Franklin, he wrote a thing called the Apology for Printers. This is like 50 years before the Declaration of Independence. And he said journalists are educated in the belief that when two sides differ, journalists ought to, ought to basically promote both stories and let the people decide. And that's exactly what a real journalist is. So if this cold COVID nonsense, hey, these people say, you know, hydroxychloroquine and, and ivermectin, all this works. These doctors say that's all the job of a journalist is because the journalist has no medical degree. A journalist is not a pharmacist, is not a, you know, uh, any kind of doctor. So they don't have any or Facebook or YouTube or any of them. You don't have any educational degrees to determine which one of these doctors who are educated, you don't know which one is right. You can't properly vet them. But if there's enough of a controversy, your job as a journalist is just to say, hey, Simone Gold and Dr. Sherry Timpenny and all these guys are saying this works. You know, Fauci is saying that doesn't work. 
you make up your own mind. And that's all a journalist is supposed to do, but they don't do that. They're not journalists anymore. All they do is pick sides or push propaganda from that side, and that's, the, that's where we're at today. Well, and, and the sad thing is, is we have to keep pointing this out. Like, I'm, I'm tired of, of, of talking about the same things over and over because not enough people are seeing that or they're still supporting it or they're still watching it. And they're still – and I'll give you a perfect example. I, uh, I left the house on uh, yesterday. I had to go drop off the dry cleaners, and I had to go to Walgreens. So I go to the dry cleaners. And um, the girl is uh, behind the counter. She's got a mask on. She's probably 18, 19, 20. So why do you have that on? She's the only one in there. And like it, even if you didn't, even if you were in a packed football stadium with 100,000 people, you still don't need to wear one. So why are you wearing right. that? You know it's bad for you. It's hurting your health and they don't do anything. She goes, uh, I don't know. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So not only is she, she doesn't know why she's wearing it. I don't know if that's worse or the fact that she's wearing it and no one is there. And it's not like someone said to her, I'm going, you, you can't come in here unless you have it on. So that it was like, whoa, this is why Michelle doesn't leave the house because this drives me nuts. So then I go to Walgreens. I go to Walgreens, right? I walk in. People that work there all have it, the mask on because it's required from their, uh, their, their uh, corporate, corporate headquarters, which just made me even turned my stomach more so that I had to go. I'm supporting them because I needed the product that were at that store. Right. And then, or what do I go to CBS? And, and it's the same thing. So that's what I'm saying. We have to really think about where we're spending our money. So why am I supporting Walgreens when Walgreens is requiring all of their employees to wear a mask? But this, this is the scary part. And, I, and you can tell me how things are in Pennsylvania. So, um, Two people walked in, they had masks on. The one lady in the aisle with me had a mask on. And then the one couple walked in, the woman had the mask on, and then the man didn't have the mask on, but then when he got in the store, he put the mask on. And I said, where is, where, where, what is happening to people in this country? But they are seriously wearing these things, and they're not being told they have to. The information, the facts have been are now are been out for a long time. Not to mention, there's there's no studies that have ever proved that masks help with the transmission. I don't even want to go into all the common sense facts, but why? And why? Like, come on, guys! You're, who who in their right mind would do that to themselves? And they weren't told that they have to. So it makes them. What do they feels comfortable? It makes them feel that uh, it's uh, safe, safe from what? See what I mean, John? Like, I think there's a large portion of people that are, that are past the point of no return. And that scares me. That, that should scare everybody. What, what, what's going on there in Pennsylvania? Similar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's similar. But, I mean, that's why I call my, my show America Unhinged. Uh, unhinged basically means you're detached from reality. You have absolutely no ability to just think logically for yourselves and just say, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, even in the midst of the COVID pandemic, so to speak, I mean, they were letting high schoolers wrestle, but then they couldn't shake hands in the middle after the match. They had to stand on the other side and wave each other. And I'm like, how are you people even going along with this, you know, this farce? They can roll around grappling each other for nine minutes, and then they can't shake hands after the match. 
you got NBA players bouncing off each other, NFL players lay, laying in a pile on the field, but then they have to wear a mask on the sideline. I'm like, you know, I think there's a, there's a variety of different things. I mean, I think a lot of people, and I know, actually, I know for a fact, a lot of people just don't want conflict. And if i got to put a mask on just so I don't have to argue with anybody or get a dirty look, that's what I'll do. And I, I know that that's a fact. Um, but then you've you got people that. that are scared. you got, you got people that you are buying that. the rhetoric from the media. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh no! I'm just saying that yeah. it's got to be a, it's got to be a vari- just a variety of different things, you know. Just uh, I saw I actually I, I saw a video that somebody did, and I wish I would have saved it. I'm not sure where it's at, but they did an experiment about how people just go along just so they don't stand out, and and they had like five guys, and four of them were part of the test. The fifth guy didn't know it, and they would they would hold these lines up, and they say which lines are equal length. And if the whole crowd said, the, you know, A, B, C, whatever it was, the other person went along with it. And then, I mean, you would sit there and show you. It had the camera on the guy, and they'd say, which lines are the same? And they'd say, A and B, A and B. And this guy's looking at it and knows it's A and C, and he goes, you can see the look on his face, and he goes, A and B. I mean, just to go along with it, because you, you could just tell by the look on his face he didn't agree with it. And they ran that, basically that clinical test. Um, to show that a lot of times people will just go along to get along. They don't want to. They don't want to be stand out. They don't want to look like the oddball, you know. And it's man, it's just scary to know that. I mean, this had nothing to do with anything moral. It had nothing to do with anything health. It was just here's some lines, but they were more people were more willing just to go along with the crowd just so they didn't stand out or be wrong. Well, and that is not that that is not good. That is not healthy, and that needs to change. Uh, and I'll, one real quick comment about the, the Walgreens because it kind of supports what I'm about to say. So when I got up to the counter and the lady's wearing a mask, I said, "Are they making you wear those?" She says, "Yeah, it's corporate." And I said, uh, "And she goes, and, and and she goes, I hate it. I take it off during breaks, and it it makes me my face breaks out. I've had an I've had an infection from it." And I said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. because you're breathing your own dirty air, and it's bad for you. It's completely not healthy. I mean, literally, it's about control and tyranny. It has nothing." To do with help never did. She goes, I know, but um, you know, I, there's nothing I can do about it while I'm here at work. So you you have people, you know, at least there's some. Com- she's she's got her common sense. And I said, well, you know what's sad is, look at that lady over there. She's wearing it. She goes, yeah. And I said, no, look at that one. Oh, there's a good one. That one came in without a mask on. Okay, there's hope. We got hope over there and no hope over there. And she started laughing. And and that's the thing, John. It it's almost at the point where. Um, you know, courage is contagious, right? And you can't, you can't uh, get a, uh, go along to get along when it comes to this. It's time that people pick a lane and, and take a stand. And if you're worried about a dirty look, you flip it and you give them the dirty look. Like, what is wrong with you? Why are you wearing a mask? And that's my attitude exactly. now when I'm going out in the stores that if somebody wants to, <laughs> you want to have a, a conversation, a, a, a mask with me, it's probably not in your best interest because it's exactly. going to, it's like the wrath is going to just be uh, uh, oncoming uh, and loud, right? So, but I'm going to call these people out. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Maybe I can help somebody, like save them because if they think that they have to wear them, but they really don't want to, but they need that reassurance that there's other people that are saying no, because a lot of the times if they're seeing somebody else, they'll take it off, which, is, you know, to me, just mind blowing. But then that, that's what I'm going to do. So that's what I want to encourage people that are listening 
to uh, kind of jump on the bandwagon. They need to be the ones that are being shunned. They need to be the ones that are called exactly. out. It needs to flip, just like the non-vaccine. It shouldn't be the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, meaning the unvaccinated are the problem. It's just the opposite. And that science is telling you that. Not to mention, it's not a vaccine. It's an experimental use drug. Well, it's not even a drug. Let me take that back. It's a bioweapon. It's a syringe of Uh demonic deception and destruction, really. And it's artificial intelligence. It's a genetic altering uh, materials that are in it. There's a laundry list of things that are in it. And, um, and we talk about it all the time on the show, but it, 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 there's more of us than there are of them, right, when it comes down to it. So we need to turn the tables. We need to be the ones that are make, they, pointing them out because it has to switch because it's uh, – when you find out, when you, when you realize the reason behind this political propaganda pandemic and uh, that this is just going to keep getting worse, uh, it, literally everybody needs you need to pick a lane. You need to be either on one side or the other side, and you need to support the people that are on your team and stop supporting the people that are not on your team because there's, a, there's nefarious characters in all of this. Um, you want to comment on that, Dr. J.? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, even the Bible talks about, you know, rebuke, rebuke people sharply that they may be ashamed. I mean, when's the last time you heard a Christian tell somebody, dude, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be ashamed of yourself for doing that. You, I mean, because, again, and if you've heard me speak, you know, I say Christianity has become the religion of nice. Now, I'm a three theologian, so I'm talking, to, I'm talking to you with a master's and a doctorate in theology, right? I mean, and that's what the Bible says very clearly. And, I mean, you look at America before the 1960s, anybody did anything immoral or anything even close remotely to this, I mean, they would be shamed. They would be shunned. And all of a sudden, you know, Christianity has become the religion of nice. If it's not nice, we shouldn't do it. No, Jesus wasn't nice when he said, you are of your father the devil. All right, he just called it out the way it was. So I'm like you. Somebody comes up and they try to shame you for not wearing a mask, I turn it right back on them. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I said, do you want to wear that mask? No. Do you think it does any good? No. If the government told you to take it off, would you? Well, yeah. All right, then. You're a slave. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You're a slave. Right. You have been enslaved yeah. by your government. And, and for whatever reason, that is now unchristian. Oh, we can't say that. That's not very nice. I'll tell you what. It's not going to be very nice when you tell the people not to get on the boxcars either. And you're stupid if you get in the boxcars or you go to a COVID camp or any of this other stuff. Yeah, that's not going to be nice if you call them a fool for walking to their own death. But sometimes, you know, Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend, deadly are the kisses of an enemy. Sometimes you've got to tell somebody a hard truth um, to get them to turn around. That's the only thing they listen to half the time. What a great point. And you, you are spot on when you, when you describe that. And it literally is slaves. I mean, this came up in the conversation I had with Dr. Alan Keyes on his show um, last week or the week before. And I said, you know, that's what you need to start using the right language. If the left, loves, and, and left, I'm using the word left loosely, loosely, because at this point, it's not left or right. It's us for them. But I'm just saying traditionally the narrative on that left. They love to manipulate words. They love to, uh, to uh, you know, throw things in a word salad and, and make new definitions of things and, and, and use the trigger words, if you want to call it that. So we need to start using the right words. Slave, 
that is a slave. And they're going to say, oh, that's racist. Oh, with the racist crap already. I'm tired of it because it's not racist. When everything is racist, nothing is racist. So stop saying racist. Then you're going to go climate change on me. Then you're going to say like uh, anti-vaxxer. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm using pro-common sense. That's what I am. I'm pro-common sense. But yeah, and so we need to start using the right language. So I encourage everybody. Slave. That's what it is. Start using the right word. You wear a mask, you're a slave. You get the, the, va- the non-vaccine, you're a slave, right? Because there's no reason you need to do either one of them. You're following what the government tells you to do. Nothing ever comes out of the government that's good. Everything that comes out of government or elected elite's mouth is lies and it's fake. And you need to accept that as your new reality. And what I want you to come in on, uh, Dr. J, because you have extensive knowledge and research and information about uh, faith and religion and the Bible. You know, there's a lot of uh, pastors, priests, uh, famous people that are in that position of leading a church or a parish. uh, And they, uh, they don't seem to be, mm, let's say, supporting uh, God-like, Bible-like methods. They're encouraging the um, vaccination. They shut their churches down. They um, are like Rick Warren, where he's encouraging this global movement, saying that, you know, we need our duties basically as uh, leaders in the, I'll just say church, is because we can we can manipulate basically more people and get them to do what needs to be done. I mean, what... Uh, what is your comment on these these uh, false authorities, people that are in kind of, well, at once respected positions, doing nefarious things uh, in the eyes or in um, and pretending that it's part of what you know God's plan is when it's not? Exactly. You, know, you have that throughout the Bible, though. That's the whole thing. I mean, I spoke out in Ohio. And, and I spoke on that Declaration of Independence speech that I gave. That's on my website, AmericaHingedRadio.com. And, and one of the ladies stood up afterwards and she said, why, why is it my pastor won't say any of this stuff? She said, I go to him and talk to him about this stuff, you know, and he just, and he just shuns me and just, no, I don't want to talk. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to deal with it. And I said, well, I don't know your pastor. I said, but as a theologian, I can tell you very clearly the Bible teaches there are three types of ministers. First, there's the ministers that have been put there by Satan. And that's what Paul said. Even, even Satan masquerades as an angel of light, so it's no big deal that his ministers masquerade as ministers of righteousness. So our seminaries and theolo- theological institutions were invaded by Marxists back clear going back into the 40s. So there's a whole lot of people standing in pulpits today that are not of God. And one indication, if you've got a BLM flag or a gay flag hanging outside your church, you can be pretty clear that that person is not of God. Remember in the book of Revelation, Jesus told one of the churches, says, you, you, you have um, tested those who say they're apostles and they're not, and you found out they're liars. Well, who's a liar? Well, Satan's a liar and his children are liars. So you've got, you've got that. But then the biggest group I think you got probably more than anything is the hirelings, and that's what Jesus talked about in John 10. A hireling just cares about butts in the seat and money in the plate, and that's the biggest problem we have in Christianity. That's why we've adopted this religion of nice. We just want these big churches to pay all our bills, and we want big salaries and all of these things, and they won't preach the whole counsel of God's Word. They won't rebuke anybody. They won't correct anybody. They won't offend anybody. Even if, the, even if it's the word of God that offends. And that's what I taught Sunday morning. I said, go to John 666. What's it say? It says, and, and many of his disciples were offended and followed him no more. 
Christ offended people. But all he did was tell them the truth. Because if you're, if you're not standing for what's right and what's true, then, you know, on Coach Dave, he's got a shirt that says, truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. Jesus came and he just spoke the truth. But those who hate the truth are going to hate what you're saying, and they're going to hate you for saying it, even though you're doing nothing wrong. So your job and my job and everybody else's job is just to speak the truth in love, understanding that the name calling is going to come, the finger pointing, all of that's going to come. Jesus told us that. Blessed are you when you're persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed are you when they say all kinds of things falsely about you for my name's sake. You know, but they, so you either have the cowards who don't want to be name called, you know, or you've got the false ministers. There's very few shepherds, true shepherds who are willing to lay down their life for the flock and preach the whole counsel of God's word. There's your problem right there. And I want to expand that into elected elite and politicians who are not taking stand on pretty much anything, that are not picking a lane, that are voting for increased debt ceilings, that are voting for increased out-of-control budgets, that are not sticking up for any election fraud or calling for that. They're just basically out there getting donations. I would say it's probably 99% of them. And even ones that you think are on your side or on our side, they're not. I mean, I'll just give you real quick here. I'll give you an example. Sunday, uh, yesterday, uh, the Sunday Fox News with uh, Chris Wallace, that uh, traitor of a human being, I watch it just to see what comes out of his mouth plus his guests, not because I support it. And unfortunately, I have to give it a rating, right? Because that's because I'm, I'm tuning in. So anyway, right. Steve, Steve, Steve Scalise, who you think would be one of the good guys, he was asked, if, you know, do you think that there was any, there was any election fraud and that the election was stolen? And he didn't answer the question. He danced around. He says, well, my well, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Well, you know what? Well, my answer to that would be that uh, there were things that the uh, the uh, the um, the the states uh, state whatever uh, they they did on uh, was unconstitutional and things that they changed. So then it came up again in the conversation. He said, "So do you think that the election was stolen?" Because that's what uh, obviously President Trump was talking about at the rally the day before. Well, no, I'm going to go back to what I said. I thought that it, uh, you know, there were things that happened with at the state level that should not have happened. There were clear violations. I was like, no, it's a yes or no answer. Pick a lane, okay? So yeah. everybody needs to pick a lane. We need to pick a lane as the people, and we need to keep our elected elite accountable. They need to pick a lane, and we and, and if they don't pick the lane that we want. Uh, then you don't support them. I don't care what they've done in the past. It doesn't matter. This is a different time. Just like your pastor, your preach, who's ever on that pulpit, they need to pick a lane. There is no, there's no safe zone. There is no, what did you, you said it was nice. Religion is nice or what, what, what I wrote it down. I don't yeah, know the Christianity word. has become the religion of nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a religion of nice anymore. Everybody needs to pick a lane because we are in an unprecedented time with just about everything coming at us. And if you don't have the courage, especially if you're in a position of, quote, unquote, uh, like, uh, well, most of them are leadership. They're leadership positions. I call them placeholders. There's very few leaders. Just like you said, there's very few shepherds. Um, Mm -hmm. You need to pick a lane, and you need to keep these people accountable. You don't call any elected elite that doesn't call for an an extensive, uh, comprehensive audit in order to get their state done out. Get rid of them all. They all need to go because all they're doing is they're part of the problem. And we talk about this all the time. Um, uh, anything you want to sum up real quick, Dr. J? Because I know you got to go. Uh, you, you gotta, you've got to go. You got to go. Get ready for a big show tomorrow. 
Yep, yep, absolutely. Nope, yeah, just check us out on uh, Brighteon.tv, brand-new platform. It's set up kind of like, you know, Fox or CNN would be. we got our hosts that are on, and you guest hosts there. we got our hosts that are on um, every, same time every day or the same time every week. It's a live-streaming platform. Uh, mine is the first show every morning, 9 a.m. to 10 uh, Eastern time, called America Unhinged, and you can find us over at AmericaUnhingedRadio.com. And there's nothing like a little Dr. John Diamond in America Unhinged to start your day. A little bit of faith, a little bit of God. And that is at 9 a.m. Eastern time on TV. I highly encourage everyone to check it out. And there's a weekly play, so if you can't get it, like here at 6 a.m. But I will be on this Wednesday. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but I know it's going to get juicy. I think we should really take the gloves off and... uh you know, make it make it real juicy for everybody because it's uh, it's time to move. We're we're in war mo- mode and we need to start acting like it because the enemy is in war mode and we haven't figured that out yet. So how you how how's that going to turn out if we, they're at war and we just still think it's uh, you know we're in the honeymoon phase and they've already moved into like layer seven of the divorce. You know what I mean? That's kind of where we we need to pull our heads out of our arses, Doctor J. That's for sure. Yep, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, come up with a good uh, topic, and you'll be guest hosting the entire show the following Friday. But, yeah, find a good topic for Wednesday, something you know would be banned or censored, and let's just uh, have at it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And we'll take on these uh, tech giants, and definitely everybody needs to start paying attention and watching all the wonderful shows at brighthand.tv. Thank you so much, Dr. J, for having me on, and I look forward to joining you bright and early on this Wednesday. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Sarah. Have a great day. Thank you. All righty. So before I bring on my next guest, we're at 132. I'm going to do uh, – I wanted to give you your business tip. So my original business tip well, – we've got to play the music, right? We've got to keep this consistent, Michelle. We've got to keep this consistent. Play the music so we do the business let's get tip. Down, let's get down to all right. Remember what I said. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to we're going to focus on business. We're going to focus not only. Obviously, we're going to grow grow your business. We want to enhance the quality of your life. We want to make a difference, especially in your communities. But and we're readjusting our own repositioning our entire reality because we can't just keep talking about all of the things that we already know. We already know the non-vaccine ban. We already know not max master ban. We're going to talk about right now, as soon as I bring on Alan Phillips about the exemptions and the direction that we're headed and we're going to talk about vaccine rights. So for the, for those of us who have already exhausted this and we already know we're already living in this new reality and we want to just make, and we want to start taking action to do something about it. So we're going to really put an emphasis on everybody being able to grow their business, but in a way to grow your business and supporting other like-minded people, right? We're going to expand on this whole patriotic purpose driven resource platform and encourage you to help you find the people that are on the same page and we're going to move away from the Facebooks. We're going to move away from the YouTubes, the people that are censoring. So we're going to support, we're going to get rid of those companies that are bad because we can't fuel the beast anymore. We can't fuel the beast. So um, the business tip that I'm going to have you do today, I want you to re-listen to what Tony McClellan said in the beginning of the first segment and then what Brian Kelly said in the second. They gave incredible information on literally how to move your business to the next level. And then you can make more money and you can support more people and you can do more good, more purpose-driven 
things with it. So with purpose-driven being in the theme, right? Remember, that's what we do. So our program, Promos for a Purpose, that is where we have our everything done for you, purpose-driven business partnership and marketing experience. It is an incredible opportunity to get your word out, to stand out from your competition and actually create your brand or evolve your brand. And we do everything for you. I've got five spots this month just because we were talking automation, manpower. There's only a certain amount that I can bring on. So here is a quick promo about it. Take a listen and then uh, check out the website, promosforapurpose.com. Promosforapurpose.com. Did you know 63% of consumers prefer to buy from purpose-driven brands and businesses that reflect their own values, beliefs, and support charitable causes? Promos for a Purpose provides business owners with ways to support worthy causes and promote their brands at the same time with its comprehensive done-for-you marketing and media program. Visit www.promosforapurpose.com for more information. Promosforapurpose.com Promos for a Purpose helps you stand out from your competition and stay top of mind by promoting your purpose made easy. It's our everything done for you purpose-driven business partnership and marketing experience which provides small business owners, entrepreneurs, service providers, and corporations with ways to support charitable causes and promote their brands at the same time. Promos for a Purpose gives your brand something to believe in and makes it easier than ever to join this new purpose-driven model and movement which is transforming how businesses operate operate, market, and serve customers, clients, and the community. Just click the Promos for a Purpose tab on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, to get all the information. We'd love for you to become a part of our community as a purpose-driven business so we can help you grow and share why you are the best at what you do. It's time your story is heard. It is 1.36, and I apologize for being a little over today. We're going to get it back on track for Friday. So my next guest... This is important information, everybody. My next guest is Alan Phillips. He's the nation's leading vaccine rights legal expert who has been providing educational products and services well before the COVID-19 political propaganda pandemic. We're going to talk about non-vaccine exemptions because, you know, it's not a vaccine. Legal disinformation and where we're headed, which is basically mandates for all, exemptions for none, and how to navigate through this bizarre twilight zone. Audience, how about a big round of applause for a great freedom-fighting, truth-bombing, solution-providing patriot. (laughs) Alan, how are you today? I'm doing far better in the, as of the last few seconds here. I don't think I've had a round of applause like that in a while. Thank you. <laughs> well, you deserve it. You deserve it because, you know, you have been uh, one of the leading vaccine rights experts' voices for a very long time, well before this new chapter of just insanity has entered the world, what, 18, 19 months ago. And, um, you know, it's, uh, this is not your first rodeo. So share a little bit about uh, you and uh, what what you've kind of gone through in this, uh, just seeing how the uh, <laughs> the insanity of this uh, the vaccine world has evolved and changed to where it is now. Well, sure, but let me uh, very briefly first say thank you for the great work that you do. Thank you for allowing me to come on. It's a real privilege and honor to be here talking with you and your audience today. And um, uh, it's just it's really great to be here. I really do uh, have a lot of uh, 
respect and appreciation for the terrific work you're doing. People who stick their noses out there, <laughs> who call out uh, the corruption of powerful people, do so um, sometimes at great risk. And I'll, I'll share you very briefly <laughs> what my risk so far has turned out to be. But I was inspired by um, information I learned when my first son was born almost 28 years ago now. Um, I became aware of the vaccine controversy at that point, And long story short, just have never looked back. And that was the reason um, that would have been in the uh, early to mid-90s when I first became aware of the issue, and it ultimately inspired me to go to law school, which I did in 1999, and I became literally the only attorney in the country working in all of the different vaccine exemption categories and subcategories, and there are many of them uh, here in the U.S., and um, the only attorney in the country doing exemptions full-time and working with clients, other attorneys, legislators, and activists all over the country. This is as opposed to well over 100, probably 130, 40, maybe more attorneys who have worked in the vaccine injury world with the Federal Vaccine Injury Compensation Program that's been around now for over 30 years. So a lot of attorneys um, working in that arena, and what a shame that we need them, how blessed we are to have them given the vaccine craziness as it is. But yeah, I've been uh, immersed in the vaccine controversy ongoing from that point 28 years ago, and um, I just never looked back. But in the spirit of no good deed goes unpunished, uh, I was an attorney activist, and a huge part of what I did and continue to do in different ways is uh, researching and calling out pharmaceutical corruption. And it turns out that powerful people get annoyed when you call out their corruption and you can get attacked. And as I expect you know very well, many people have been uh, outright murdered or quote-unquote suicided over this issue because that, as it turns out, is a very powerful way to keep aware people quiet. Uh, as I like to say, as an example, you suicide one holistic doctor and 10,000 more will never give a medical exemption again. And mm -hmm. um, I can't say I blame them. On the other hand, when they use fear to keep us quiet, just like they use fear to keep the masses asleep, um, you know, it, it can be used and is used to control both sleeper and aware communities. It's sort of the short story there. It's a very effective technique. I was, um, bottom line, I was thrown in jail four times back to back in um, 2019 because of the work I do on completely made up charges filed by a farmer troll. And um, it ultimately had to do with a combination of exposing farmer corruption and state government corruption. I can't really uh, get into the details here right now, but um, it was all completely made up, completely contrived. I was punished for being a whistleblower and probably more importantly made an example to keep other victims quiet and it has worked uh, sadly very well. But they, as, as I'm fond of saying in my sort of dark humor way, their mistake, they left me with a pulse. I'm going to keep fighting corruption as long as I'm alive and continue to do exemption work on the level of educational seminars, uh, selling educational products. Uh, re remember, Shell, there's just nobody out there with anywhere near my level of experience because you can't make money in it and you get attacked for doing it. So there are good reasons I was the only one foolish enough to do it. But 
um, brave or foolish or some combination of the two. But anyway, um, I have information about this that nobody else has. And the good news is that there are lots of attorneys and, and non-attorneys for that matter who have jumped into the legal feeding frenzy. And I don't mean that in a negative way with regard to anyone, but there are a lot of legal opportunities have arisen in the past 18 months with all the legal craziness that's gone on. And um, so the good news is there's more and more attorneys out there stepping up to the plate, jumping in, getting involved. The, the bad news is not really bad. It's just the nature of any any profession or any ongoing work that one does. The longer you're in it, the better you understand and know it. There's a lot about law you can just go look up, but there are times where you have to know what to look up. And then there's all kinds of practical information that you just get from experience and having the overview of having done something many times. And um, so that's where uh, my experience is unique. I am very fond of saying and genuinely believe there are lots of attorneys out there smarter than me. I went to school with some of them, although I can hold my own. But there just isn't anyone else out there with the in-depth experience that I have with exemptions. And let me give you the real quick list here, and then let's move on into some practical information. But uh, anywhere the vaccines are required, of course, the question of how do exemptions apply can come up. So vaccines in the U.S. are required at birth for daycare, school, and college enrollment. Increasingly, and particularly now with the COVID shots as a condition of employment, not just for military members, but military families, civilian contractors, and employees with the military, the National Guard, anybody affiliated with the military, uh, legal immigrants, including foreign adopted children and refugees. One growing part of my work over years has involved working with family law attorneys. I've advised over 160 family law attorneys around the country now. The law with vaccines in child custody cases where parents split up or divorce and disagree about vaccinating the kids. The law, law there is completely different from everything else. I've never talked to a family law attorney who said, yeah, I already knew that. It's always new information for them. But about 95% of them agreed with me after they heard it. So... I'm not smarter than them. I've just been immersed in this issue for years, and I see things that they don't see not having been immersed in it. So there's just a really, really broad spectrum of what is involved in the exemption universe. And in recent weeks and months, the big push with COVID vaccines has been primarily employers, but also college students. And in the employer world, and interrupt me any time, uh, I'll talk nonstop for the whole time here if you let me, so please jump in at any point. Sometimes the back and forth is easier on the listener's ear. Um, but, you know, I have 10 hours of information I'd love to squeeze into half an hour, and that's just, I guess it's better to have too much to say than not enough, right? Well, I mean, this topic is something that people, uh, you can never get enough of because it constantly is changing they're like they're moving the goalposts but let's let's before we go into some specifics as far as what people need to understand is they're saying and we'll just focus on the non-vaccine mandate at this point right so it's been mandated now a mandate is not a law and it's not a requirement and it's not enforceable is that correct? I want to just kind of get that off the table so people can really understand what the, what, it, what, is it, what is a mandate and then what is something that they can actually enforce that you have to do as if it was 
against the law not to. And I think that is the, you know, the gray area um, where it ends up just being uh, a big problem for people. Employment probably a little bit different, but um, explain all that so people really understand uh, what the truth is. That is a great question. I'm really glad you brought it up because I think had I just launched forward, I would have uh, skipped past that, and that's a really important starting point. So uh, there's sort of two different parts to the response because one response is in regard to the word mandate and uh, as definitions legally, I think. It's sort of, a, in a sense, a technicality. The other is, is kind of practical. Sometimes people use the word, but is there really a mandate or not? So the word mandate means requirement. And when it comes as in legally required, um, or can, one can, I guess, use the word more loosely, and there are, have been situations where people step over their legal authority. They issue a mandate, but they don't really have the legal authority to do so, so then that becomes a question of is it enforceable or not. But let me take a step back, because when we say is something a law or not, there can be uh, some confusion about that. So let's use the phrase legal mandate for just a moment here. Legal mandates for vaccines can come from multiple sources. And when I say legal mandate, it would presumably be enforceable unless you had a legal out, which would be some kind of exemption, assuming the mandate applied to you specifically. So legal mandates can come from state or federal legislatures, but the federal government does not have authority to mandate vaccines for state residents. This is what I'm going to digress a little bit, and if as time allows, we can come back to it. But this is what's so crazy about the Biden executive order. Presidential executive orders cannot create new law. They can only change policy under existing law. And presidential executive orders can only apply to the executive branch of the federal government not to the general population, not even to another branch of the federal government, let alone uh, citizens, private citizens around the country. So Biden has made a huge overstep here, and I am not the only uh, legal person saying this. Um, lots of attorneys around the country scratching their heads over this one, um, or just flat out saying this is crazy. He, he can't do what he just did. Um, but he did it anyway, and to far lesser degrees, presidents historically have pushed the boundaries of their power. Um, don't want to get too far astray, and I don't remember the exact point, but there was something immigration-related that Obama said repeatedly. It was documented, somebody claimed, as saying like 26 different times, publicly said, I don't have the authority to do this, and then eventually he did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. when, and when you believe somebody has overstepped their legal boundaries, then there's the potential for a lawsuit, and then the court either agrees or disagrees with you. But um, just because someone oversteps their authority – doesn't mean automatically that there's something you can do about it. Uh, but let me reel myself in again. So the, the places that vaccine orders can come from could be um, an executive. In this case, I mean, either the president as it concerns uh, 
in this case with executive orders, the uh, executive branch of the federal government, uh, that's a pretty big branch. That includes the military and the IRS, but um, it doesn't extend to all private citizens around the country by any stretch of the imagination. So governors can also issue emergency executive orders that would apply to all the citizens in their state. Probably most governors, if not all of them, and or their state health directors can issue an emergency health order requiring everyone in the state to be vaccinated. And in a declared emergency, the health authority in charge can decide whether or not exemptions apply. We talk about things like religious freedom or, or other constitutional rights, free speech and so forth. We often talk about them as though they are unbounded rights, as though they are absolute rights and that we have no absolute rights in this country with the possible exception of you can think anything you want to think. But any right we have and the one I deal with uh, by far the most frequently the free exercise of religion in the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, very powerful right, but not unbounded. And whenever there's a conflict between, say, a health emergency and somebody's religious freedom, the health authority whose jurisdiction, whatever their jurisdiction is, it could be a county health director for their county or a state health director for the state, whoever has authority over whatever area or part of the a territorial population they have authority of can decide whether or not declare an emergency and they can declare emergencies it turns out whether they're real or not mm-hmm. and then they can decide whether or not they're going to order emergency vaccines and for part of the population or all the population and they can decide whether or not exemptions apply now the underlying concept has some validity uh, if you'll forgive the extreme example but this is to make a point I don't get to sacrifice a virgin every Saturday night because my religion tells me to do it. So we would reasonably (laughs) like to see our government draw some lines and say, okay, you can exercise your religion, but only up to a point. The problem where where that theory breaks down is when you're dealing with health issues that are driven by corrupt health and implemented by the corrupt health officials. Mm -hmm. So that, that corruption allows what started as probably at least overall a reasonably designed system but when you have corrupt people driving it even a good system comes out with bad results to put it in the simplest of terms so uh, i was listening to the last few minutes of your show with the last guest and you guys nailed it you know as far as i'm concerned i have nothing to educate you on about that i probably could learn a lot from you about that but but this is sort of the bottom line. So this brings us to where we are right now. None of the COVID vaccine mandates throughout the U.S. have ever been legal up to the present moment. Every available vaccine before or after the claim that a vaccine was licensed, and let's pretend just for a minute that it was licensed properly because you and I know better, but let's pretend it was. And on the books, it is quote unquote licensed, but There's no licensed vaccine available in the U.S. anyway. So the only thing that's ever been available in the U.S. has been emergency use authorization vaccines. And I can't uh, uh, believe that you would not have already addressed this issue. But just to summarize it real quickly, this is um, emergency use authorization is federal law that allows certain products to be uh, released and available for use that aren't 
yet properly licensed in the normal way, presumably because of some emergency need. And the available vaccines are all available only under these EUA laws that explicitly prohibit mandates. Wait, say that again? I think that that might be... uh, the The EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization Laws, do not allow a product made available under those laws to be mandated. <laughs> Let's go counteract everything that they just said. Well, right? uh, this, tells us, this tells us something very important about what's going on, because people keep looking for legal solutions in a system that doesn't play by those rules. Courts have rubber-stamped these illegal mandates. Does that mean I'm wrong and I don't understand how these laws... Um, you know, what the wording says, it could, but I'm not a lone wolf here. There are attorneys all over the country saying this is illegal. Um, and it's spelled out in the laws in black and white. Um, so none of the mandates have been legal, yet courts have corruptly rubber-stamped it. Our own Department of Justice went public and said, oh, these EUA vaccines can be mandated. This is not an indication that me and the other attorneys who disagree are confused. This is an indication of how deep and systemic the corruption is that's driving this fake agenda. Fake in terms of the science, but it's a very real control agenda, advancing under false pretense of a serious international pandemic. Now, if you look closely and allow yourself to go beyond the mainstream media, um, there's just voluminous information showing us that every aspect of this pandemic from the start has been faked. Now, there may or may not be a real virus, but I'm hearing repeated information saying they've never isolated the virus. There are people who have gone out to literally over a hundred laboratories saying, hey, can you give us a, a, a sample of the isolated virus? And nobody has one. There are mm-hmm. people who have sent mm-hmm. freedom of information requests to their uh, governors or other officials, and nobody can come up with any information. Yep, here's the proof that they isolated, or here's a sample. And then there are people who say, nurses who said, we sent in 10 unused swabs, and they all came back positive. And you probably heard the story about the African president who has since been uh, eliminated, who had it Mm -hmm. tested on a papaya and a goat, and and they tested positive. I mean, this is how Mm -hmm. crazy all this is. Not to mention that the inventor of the PCR test said, you can't use this to detect an infection. So we could spend an hour just listening. He has been eliminated also, which was ironic. Right, right. Isn't it ironic? Well, uh, yeah. I'd use the word deliberate, but okay, ironic works. <laughs> I'm just referring to but the Alanis me... Morissette song, so that's... Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. so it's an ironic. musically literate yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I see I've, I've talked away the minutes here, but if I may, let me um, point people to some resources, because there are two fundamental and very different, but both very important issues. One is if you're dealing with a mandate, you've got one coming up, and this would be most, of, if not all, the employers in the U.S., it's not about if they get to you. It's only when. They just they mm-hmm. go a step at a time. Bill Gates and others have, have already told us everybody on the planet gets a vaccine, no exceptions. So the only reason they're even offering exemptions right now, they, they can't mandate the vaccine, but nobody's been able to stop it. So why would they even offer exemptions? And the answer is because it serves their agenda. And here's how it does that. 
people can apply for an exemption, they will not go out in public and protest. Because if you public, uh, protest publicly, you can lose your job. So to save their jobs, people will stay quiet and go apply for an exemption. Meanwhile, they're vaccinating the majority of everyone else. So by allowing exemptions, they don't silence the resistance, but they put a significant damper on it. And that helps enable the agenda to keep going forward while they're vaccinating everyone else. So it's just a control tactic. But they're going to pull the exemptions once they vaccinate everybody who wasn't asking for one. And at that point, there'll be majority of the population who's already vaccinated. So they'll have some pressure from the general public to vaccinate all of us who are still holdouts. And that's all part of the system they have in place to advance their agenda as well. But they're going to do it on two different grounds. One, well, there's a declared emergency and it's now not safe. And under most state laws and federal law where it applies, um, they have the authority to do that. The other place, so to speak, this comes from is the fact that at the end of the day, the law doesn't apply to them. And we're seeing that with this rollout of illegal mandates. This is a crucial point for us to understand because even those deep down the rabbit hole are often not fully clear on this. We, they, they haven't played by the science for decades, and, and most of us in the aware community get that. But we're not as clear that they don't play by the law either. I don't think we're oblivious to it, but I don't think we're fully clear on it either. So right now, they're allowing exemptions, and there are some conflicts about what is or isn't the right law on that in different situations. And there are lots of people out there offering help. There's nobody with my level of expertise and experience. I encourage people, if you're dealing with exemptions or know anybody who is, uh, please refer them to vaccinerights.com. Um, best source of information. I don't have a license right now, but I can and often do work with other attorneys and their local <laughs> clients. So um, they've just complicated the means by which I can help people. They haven't removed it, uh, but uh, none of us are happy about the complications. But um, so that's the best, I believe, starting source for, for exemption-related information because there's just nobody else out there with that level, my same level of experience in depth and breadth for the exemptions specifically and broadly. And then there's a separate question um, because I believe they're going to pull the exemptions and can't tell you exactly when. They'll do it in levels and layers like they do everything else. So it's not going to happen everywhere all at once. Uh, but the reason they roll things out a step at a time is so there's never a mass uprising of resistance at any one time with huge numbers of people. So it's one of the ways they manage us is to keep us pulled off in different directions and um, anything and everything except everybody coming together and speaking out at one time, which would bring them down quickly. But it's not likely to ever really happen, frankly, because um, we in the AWARE community keep thinking in terms of how we think people should act instead of looking at how people actually do act and then working with that rather than fighting it. Everybody needs to just get over their fear and stand up. I agree, but it hasn't happened in decades, and I don't see it happening in the next six weeks either, although I'd love to be proven wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. If it happens and I'm wrong, I'll cheer for it. But how can you attack this given who we are as opposed to who we wish we were or want us to be? And that's something I could respond to people on a personal level if they want to reach out and contact me through vaccinerights.com. So let me uh, just do a little recap here. you got a few more minutes, right? You can give us a few more minutes. Sure, time. sure. I'm flexible. Okay. I'm flexible. Okay. Okay. You, okay. You know. So um, the mandates are not legal 
and right. it even says that in their own emergency use authorization. It says that they do not allow the products that are approved under the AUA to be mandated. So they can't mandate. Yeah, I mean, that's a paraphrase. That's a paraphrase. Yeah, but I'm just giving the gist. But, but that's what, yeah, but that's what the mess, yeah. that's what the law clearly says. You can't mandate an EUA product and all the vaccines except the uh, licensed one, but there are no licensed vaccines available in the U.S. So the only vaccines right. available right now are all EUA vaccines. Which cannot be mandated according to what they created, they being the evil beings that write these laws and things like that. So then, uh, but that doesn't matter because they're, they're not following the law. And then the courts are actually saying, yes, that is true. But we don't care, and you can do what you want, right? So you, you've run into the well. I mean, that's, again, that's the message. The, the court, what the courts are saying is, oh, this is legal. But the point is, is that it's not. But it's not. So it's not. So, so we court, can speculate about what's going on behind the scenes. Is somebody being paid off or threatened or whatever? But at the end of the day, um, judges can't help us, or so far, right. most of them aren't. Well, they choose not to help us. Right. So whatever their situation is, whether they're part of the problem, they're compromised or they really believe in, uh, you know, they just like going against what the law is. They're 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 bad. You, you've got good and bad. Right? Or, so or, or hmm. there are and because this is important. I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I'm just adding another piece, but it's a really important one. Or they're victims of psychological manipulation, which is more powerful than brilliant intellects. The majority of pediatricians think vaccines are wonderful. They're not ignorant. They're not stupid. They're not um, lazy or negligent. They are brilliantly and masterfully psychologically manipulated. And the manipulation operates from the subconscious. Nobody knows they're being manipulated, but that's the level that controls the operation of the conscious intellect. So these people are controlled and they don't know they're being controlled. They actually believe, they literally genuinely believe that their position is right. And that's why they think we are crazy. So we're fighting against subconscious psychological barriers and you can't fight that barrier with a piece of information on the conscious level at least not in any direct way and that's why we spend decades arguing the truth and I'm not saying stop arguing the truth but we're working on the information level and they're fighting with something much more powerful than that and that's subconscious uh, emotions which is uh, the roots of conscious perception and what controls conscious perception. So it doesn't mean stop anything we're doing. What it does mean if we do not add something addressing that subconscious level that controls the operation of the conscious intellect, then it doesn't matter how brilliant our information is because it's overpowered by the psychology or the psychological manipulation. So we've got to add a piece to our activism work that addresses those subconscious barriers or they'll just keep winning despite the fact that we have the truth on our side. You know, one way of a quick example of this is that I've seen people in our community spend weeks or months or even years off and on arguing with, are we anti-vaxxers? Is that the right label for us? What is the right label for us? We've been debunking false narratives for decades, flimsy false narratives with brilliant facts. And yet the false narratives prevail. Why is that the case? 
And the answer is the psychology is more powerful than the information. It's as simple well, yeah, as that yeah. concept. And, and that's, then that's, that's, that's uh, we can go down and have that conversation on, a, on even a bigger level because I think that's something that needs to be addressed because people are, are, you know, can't get their arms around why. Why do these people just just decide to to uh, not look at facts or science or the law? Right. And the answer is they're not consciously deciding. They're being controlled without realizing it, and that's how powerful the control is. And it works on you and me too, but that's a whole separate question beyond – the, the other well, one you're talking about, we don't have time for today. Right. Well, and the part that's very frustrating is that when I was bringing up the fact about the courts and the judges, where this, in, in, the, in the information that was actually created by somebody in, whether Congress or whatever entity that wrote the EUA law and the, and the mandates, then... The problem is, is the courts and the judges are supposed to be the last line of defense. Let's just say the doctors are that they're they're giving misinformation, and then, and, or even if there was an employer, and um, then the the next steps in an ideal world, uh, in, in other situations that you're dealing with when it comes to uh, being wronged, right? You, you then you end up going to court, you sue the person, and then the the judge is supposed to give the verdict. You know, justice is blind. They're supposed to actually to decide if, who's right or wrong based on what the law is. But the problem in this situation is that line of defense is gone. It's and it's clearly yep. and, and, and and even all the way up to the Department of Justice. The, literally, the people that are supposed to be on our side are not there. So we're literally uh, left flying solo. And you have the employer against you. You have the federal government against you. You have your state government against you. You've got your cities against you. So you've got all these people against you when they, uh, they're completely in violation of whatever the laws are. So the, I guess at the end of the day, like, you're the first person that's brought up anything. Well, I mean, I guess I want that to sink into people, okay? So it's that's when I always say it's us versus them. It literally is us versus them, okay? So you've got to reposition your reality and just accept that that's the world we live in. You don't need to ask yeah, why. Can I? We've, we've clearly yeah, made it yeah. apparent. Well, there's a lot. You don't, don't waste your time on the why. Just this is it. And you need to readjust and reposition your reality because now the, the next step is what do we do? No more why. Yeah. Don't waste your time. So let me, what do we do next? Right. So let me re- rephrase and summarize what you said in, in just another way of thinking of what I think is the exact same thing. So first of all, what you just said is something that I think is, is right on the mark and something that I think the aware community as a community as a whole is not fully clear on. I, I we're not oblivious to it, but I don't think we're fully clear either. But it boils down to this. All of the systems that we work in, we, the aware community activists, all the systems that we work in are corrupt or corruptible on demand by the agenda or the elite or whatever you want to call them, the people advancing all this. So all the systems we work are corrupt. That does not mean there isn't a solution. What it means is the solution might not be in those systems. 
and I got to leave it there for um, for right now for today. But getting to a real solution requires first being clear on where you are. And I believe that what you just said with regard to our community as a whole, it might have been perfectly clear to you long ago, but with regard to our community as a whole, what you just said is a critical starting point that I think our community as a community is, is not fully clear on. And in order to get from where we are we want to, to where we want to be, we need to be clear on that. And I think there's a really good reason that we're not clear on it. It's the same reason that brilliant pediatricians think vaccines are wonderful. They can't put us back to sleep on the problem that we woke up to, but I submit for your consideration that maybe they can still nevertheless keep us asleep to the solution. Everybody's view looks logical to them, and yet mm-hmm. people believe all kinds of different things. So is there just one person on the planet who's right and everybody else is wrong, or is it possible that the perception of logic is relative? Because we think of logic in our daily lives as being absolute. No, one and one is two. That's the end of the day. There's no variation to that. Well, maybe something like that, but, but this is just basic psychology. It's not a new theory of mine. The appearance of logic, the perception of logic, is tied to perception, and this is going to sound counterintuitive, but it's just basic psychology. Perception is rooted in subconscious emotions. So what looks logical to people can be controlled from the outside to the extent that an outside controller can control those subconscious emotions or can control the roots of perception. This, in fact, is what happens all the time in basic advertising. You don't see the same ad over and over and over again and just so they hope you catch mm-hmm. it once. You see it over and over and over again because they're reprogramming your subconscious emotions. They're mm-hmm. teaching you, so to speak, to want or believe you need the product or service. They're literally reprogramming your subconscious. Now, they use things like music and visuals to speak directly to the subconscious, but the words through repetition are also seeking, usually in combination with, you know, carefully selected music and visuals. But at the end of the day, they're trying to program you to believe you want or need their product or service, and it works. Not with everybody Mm -hmm. on every product, of course. The manipulation of the masses is done with a similar technique conceptually. They use fear to trigger that fight-or-flight response, and that shuts down the rational mind. And if you can feed a false narrative with that fear, you, in effect, what you do is you anchor the false narrative, which is the story we tell ourselves on the conscious level, you anchor that in subconscious fear. And so when you try to give somebody information about vaccine facts and they say, you're crazy, I don't even have to waste my time with your information, that's a conscious level rationale that is actually triggered by the subconscious fear of death, in this case from the infectious disease, but it's a powerful subconscious fear that is literally a barrier between their conscious mind and your information, and they literally push it away, and we see that, and just what you said a couple minutes ago, we don't understand why, what's just a piece of information, what's the big deal, why won't you look at it? If they did look at it, they literally wouldn't be able to process it, not for lack of intellectual 
uh, capability, but because of this subconscious fear barrier. And so that's what we're dealing with when we're trying to raise awareness. Now, we have raised awareness incredibly successfully when you consider that we're dealing with both psychological barriers. Yeah. Yeah, and information control barriers like we're kept out of mainstream media and all that. So you put the two together. You know, what I say is they control the primary information systems, so most people never even see the information in the Mm -hmm. first place. But when it does slip out, it literally bounces off because of the psychological manipulation. And so we are constrained because they own the mainstream media uh, entities. They own the vehicle. They own the vehicle. They own the vehicle. And they use those, the information. And they use, and they use those vehicles to implement psychological barriers that keep them from being able to see or process the truth, even when it does slip through the cracks well, it, and, and they, reach the They masses. fuel their own narrative because that's, that's the part that yeah. you know, I think people literally, yeah. the ones that are, that, are, that are ready to listen, you have to accept that. And that is the new reality that we're living in. I mean, the science of propaganda, brainwashing, uh, coercion, and uh, indoctrination is very, very powerful. I mean, obviously, look, you, they, they created a political propaganda pandemic based off of literally a business plan, a marketing plan, not anything that yeah. they had to back it up. Uh, you know, right. they always say that, right. uh, you know, the, the, you, if you could start a war, you know, how powerful it is to start a war without firing a shot. This is bigger than that because this is something yes. that's not a it's, – it's an ongoing – it's an ongoing um, – it's not just like a one-time event. Like 9-11 was a one-time thing where it actually was yeah. something that, yeah. that happened. This is ongoing for 18, 19 yeah. months where it actually yeah. changed – it changed human beings. I'm not talking about the non-vaccine being actually changing your DNA. I'm talking about the mind control, the, 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 the attitude, yeah. the, the, the perceptions. Oh, yeah. it, it, it literally changed people in, in, in not positive ways. It's reforming us on ways. all levels. Oh, yeah, God. on all levels, physiologically and psychologically. But more yeah. powerfully, um, well, I don't know that I want to try to compare it, but very powerfully um, you know, on the, the psychological level. And, um, you know, in, in one sense, again, on just the concept level, it's very simple. If you control information flow and you, if you understand psychology, then you control um, groups of people, regions, countries, the world, or whatever. This is Nazi squared, you oh, know, gosh, as, yeah. as, as, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, although the, what's going on right now in terms of psychology had its roots back in those, those days and those times. You know, there, there were Germans, of course, we had very different world technologically then, but there were Germans who had no clue what was going on until after the war. And the Germans, as I like to say, the Germans believed their mainstream media too. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't stupid. They were brilliant intellectuals. But the few who saw through what was really going on either got out in time if they could or kept their mouth shut to stay alive yeah. and, or, or mm. didn't keep their mouth shut and died. But um, we have that going on in this country, not as, you know, not yet at the level far greater no, than most people now. realize. It's but, coming. Well, you, it's, you, it's been you, happening. It's just increasing. There have been well, hundreds you of You outlined it. And this is what I want to let people digest real quick, and it's 2.17, so I know we're well over the time, so I'm just going to wrap it up here. Um, What you had mentioned is people can apply for an exemption from the non-vaccines, 
And the reason why they're allowing you to apply at this point is so that you don't have a mass uprising where you're now saying, oh, well, I won't protest against uh, my employer or the military or the schools because I can at least file the for an exemption. Most likely, um, they're, they're, most of them are not probably going to get approved because it's up to them. Like they are not using well, what the it, law it, it is. Well, it is and it isn't. Cause, so, cause what are you going to do, playing. fight? Fight what? They're they, they already know. They're not going to they're approve most, it. They're just letting you string no, out no, for another 30 or 60 days maybe. No, people right? are getting exemptions. I mean, there are, there are some wrongful rejections going on, but a lot of people are getting the exemptions. And okay, that's so part that of is the game. True. They are getting the exemptions. Well, it's, it's ultimately it's a case-by-case call, but there are some exemptions being wrongfully rejected. But many people are getting exemptions. There are people who are just buying my educational products, not hiring a lawyer at all, who are using that information um, based on my years of experience and, and getting exemptions. So the exemptions are working generally. And um, again, that's part of their now, this part of it is my opinion, so feel free to disagree or, or whatever you mm-hmm. or listeners. But it's my opinion that if they didn't, if they can, if they can push through illegal mandates and nobody's been able to stop them in legal proceedings or otherwise, then why would they even offer exemptions at all? If the law doesn't apply to them, why would they offer exemptions? And so my answer to that question is because it actually furthers their agenda. Anytime you find yourself confused and you say, why is this person doing that or the other, ask yourself, how does it serve the agenda? And probably 95% of the time, there's your answer to why something that looks crazy isn't crazy at all if you look at it in the context of how are they advancing their agenda. And um, so exemptions are absolutely worth going after. You can save your job, avoid a, a death or disability from the vaccine, but the key takeaway right now is that the exemption is a temporary solution because they're going to pull the exemptions a little bit down the road, and who knows the exact timing in this place or that place or this situation or that situation. But Bill Gates told us right up front, and among others, everybody on the planet gets a vaccine, no exceptions. So they're just rolling out step-by-step step an agenda to get to that point. And everything they've done so far is certainly pointing in that direction. So is it speculation on my part? Of course, it hasn't happened yet. But it's, well, I think, well-informed or well-advised you're, speculation. You're, yeah, you're, you're right there on track. So I think what needs to happen is it sounds like if you are being forced to uh, address the, the vaccine, the non-vaccine mandate issue, file for the exemptions. You want to go to... Um, Alan's website in order to get some information or if you need to hire him that's an option too but the thing is the bigger picture of this is do you want to work for an employer that is taking these drastic tyrannical uh, uh, actions that are just completely unnecessary and are violating literally uh, laws and rights do you want to work for that person yes you might have to right now but you need to again pick a lane it's time to, to, to consider looking for another job or, you know, if you're in a position to do like a total career change or uh, as we talked about last week, you know, maybe it's time to start your own business. If you are in a position to do that, literally, this is, this is a pick a lane. This is a pick a lane moment for everybody. Again, you got to boycott the companies that are, that are forcing these vaccines. You know what, if you, 
if, if it's all the airlines and you don't have to go on an airplane, um, don't go. Don't give them your money. You can't, you can't keep supporting the bad entities. You can't keep fueling the beast. Yes, there are some situations where you have no choice, but, you know, they should be far and few in between. You know, if you're not, if you're saying, well, we need to take a vacation and we have to fly on Southwest and look what Southwest just did this last weekend. Well, you know what? Change your location for your vacation. And, you know, that's, like I said, there's, there's, you've got to stop fueling the beast and you've got to pick a lane because it's literally going to get to the next step and the next step. So then what happens in 60 days from now when things really start getting ugly, hot and heavy? Going on a vacation with your family is going to be the least of your concerns. Okay, we already talked about this on multiple <laughs> episodes, and today you've got supply chain issues, you've got empty shelves in stores, you've got you've got fuel issues. The coal companies are telling you there's not enough fuel uh, uh, coal production in order to not have rolling blackouts during the right. upcoming months. Okay, right. you're going to have people literally dying that have taken the vaccine at some point or there are more adverse uh, events or the reactions to them. And then you're going to see uh, more people that, God forbid, they get the flu shot. Then they're going to just add more fuel to their own flame. So you're going to see a lot of stuff. You're gonna, so your vacation that you need to take, uh, that you have to get on a plane for, is literally, that's what I'm saying. You have to reposition your reality because if, if, if this is coming at us, literally, the Biden nuclear bomb packed with trillions of dollars and nefarious agendas is, is one after the next. About to be it's, it's, it's coming at you. And then you, if, you don't, if, you, if you really think that the, the amount of bodies that are coming across the border is uh, uh, not a bigger problem that hasn't even started yet. So if you're thinking, oh, it's boats, sure, go ahead and think that. If you're thinking, oh, well, they're here to spread the, uh, the uh, COVID, okay, sure, think about that. Um, it, it, well, they're going to break the, the financial systems because of the infrastructure and because of the healthcare systems and stuff. Yeah, go ahead and think that. You, you, why don't you have a bigger picture? Uh, a lot of them that are coming across, especially the ones from the Afghan refugees and the Haitians, and God only knows the ones that, that, are not, that we don't know about. And the, the border's been wide open since January. Okay, that was nine, almost ten months ago. You, most yeah. of the people that are coming across, you don't necessarily see on, in the news shots, 18 to 29-year-old military-age men coming across. You think that, and they're being taken to our military bases for what? Um, to learn how to uh, do a trade, like uh, become an electrician or a plumber? Uh, I don't think so, people. So I'm saying, you know, you might think this is kind of crazy talk, but we are literally in a crazy time. So, um, again, pick a lane. You know, pick a lane because uh, the, the steps that they are taking, we haven't even seen the real bad stuff yet. The bad stuff is not yet coming. And you even said that they're probably... They're playing us with these exemptions, which I no one has, has, has uh, so well put that into uh, kind of a thought process uh, as you just said. Well, but the, but it, it's brilliant. But it's, it's 2.25. I, I hate to cut it off, Alan, because this is really yeah, good for me. Yeah. You need You're to come back over. on, but I've ha- I, I got to b- run because I've got a show to jump on at 3. So please give your website information um, and anything else you want to plug real quick, and then i got to wrap it up. 
Yeah, just vaccinerights.com. Thanks again for allowing me on and for the extra time. I've been very generous with that. Keep up the great work, and let's stay in touch. I look forward to, to being in touch. Oh, definitely. You're, I'm going to put your information on our COVID facts tab, and that'll be under the vaccine. It'll be the COVID va- I think it's on the, what is it? I've got so many damn pages on the website. So under the COVID facts well, if you tab, have an exemption, see, if you have an exemption yeah, category, it's, uh, stick it exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> it's exemptions, COVID vaccines, tests, and masks. So there's an exemptions page. We're going to add his graphic this episode so you can hear that. And then, of course, you'll just click on that big link. It'll go to his website you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com or if you are directly on the website page, it's under the COVID facts tab, um, and then you'll be able to find him easily. So thank you, Alan, for your time today. We'll talk about the subconscious on another show because that might be that will be helpful for a lot of people to understand. Like I said, we got to stop the why and already jump into the well, next phase because the why, we're wasting our time with the why. We literally are. Yeah. And we, we can't afford to yeah. waste any more time. So, yeah, that's, oh. that's that is the piece. That's the missing piece that has to. Yeah, no, you are right. And we're literally, we're living in the twilight zone. So, thank you, my friend, yep. and uh, we'll pick up this conversation. Thank you so much for your time and information today, and uh, keep up the great work to you too. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Cool. Little, little, little heavy, but that's reality, people. Again, it is time. You have to accept your new reality. Um, it's time to reposition your reality and start thinking about all these things. And again, forget the why. It's about what's next. What do we do? What's the take action items? Um, it's 227. I'm way, way over today. I apologize. Um, and I kind of just uh, went off on my own little soapboxes, but it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it just needs to be shared. It needs to be shared more often. So please, this show, this platform, this information, share with your family, your friends, your contacts. There's something on all of these shows and this entire platform for everybody. It's the ultimate resource platform for a reason. We're bringing you the people that you need to know about, the messages that matter, the facts, the truth, and all of these resources are on the website. And it's not just the episodes that we have with our amazing partners and guests. It is all kinds of information about the, uh, the you know, like I said, the treatments, the therapeutics for the COVID-19, the telemed visits. Um, the factual websites, all the stuff about exemptions, you want you know, the job boards, the job listings, you can post your resume. These are non-vaccine companies. They don't require that. And you need some legal representation. You've got that too. Some are big, some of the funds, some are the actual different individual groups or individuals. So go check that out under the COVID facts tab. Um, take action tab loaded with information loaded. You've got live events, virtual events. You've got, uh, Oh, oh, information. You want to contact your, your loser elected elites anywhere from the city level to the state to the federal. All of that information is on there. You can search. And uh, one that I recommend you go check to, not only the must listen to page, which is the podcasts and the different talk radio shows and TV shows and live streams, must follow and join people, group, organizations. So go check those out. Again, get involved with local groups, some national groups. If you, if you can, if they're here doing things locally or in your area, reach out to them, um, get involved. That's what needs. So we need to come together. We need to get the like-minded people working together. It's time to take the next steps. We're not taking enough action. We're not coming together as a large group. That's why we're going to be bringing on a lot more of these patriotic groups. We're going to be starting a new show, which I didn't want to get into today, but it's about patriots, about groups and companies that need funding, startups, 
and like one to five year companies that are looking for additional funding. So we're looking for patriotic investors to match them up with patriotic companies. And uh, we're going to make some amazing things happen because this is how we we move forward. It's uh, you know, like you said, there's going to be a segregation. You're going to have your non-vaccinated, and you're going to have your non-mask versus your vax and your mask. Um, hopefully, we can get to that point where we have that distinction, right? Because there's going to be a lot of turmoil in between. But in the meantime, we don't need to fuel the beast. We don't need to support these companies that uh, literally are out there destroying your business, your life, your community your family, your, uh, your health, your, um, your kids' education, all of that, bad, bad people. And your elected elite need to pick a lane, and they need to uh, be accountable. And literally, I, as far as I'm concerned, they all need to be removed from office. That's pretty much every single person that is in an elected elite position from every level, because otherwise they would be doing something. You would know about them if they were being loud and fixing the problems. And I'm not hearing a lot of voices I'm, not, I'm hearing a lot of double talk, and I'm not I'm hearing a lot of yes and no's to the answers because they're not picking a lane. Well, the party is over, and we need to take it back. So, again, um, thank you for listening. Please share the show and platform with your uh, family, friends. Join the newsletter to get around the censorship. Obviously, while we were on the air, they just notified me that they took down like another strike for YouTube. And uh, make the move, guys. Make the move. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. They will be coming for you if you share anything about the truth. So um, go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. That has the list, a long list of all the different website pages, the um, social media links, and all the podcast player links. So uh, tune in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, five guests, seven minutes, segments. And at the 1 p.m. mark, we're going to have Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. We have our longer form interviews with names I most likely recognize, some real hot topics. And uh, ones that warrant a little bit more taking the time, shall I say, to enjoy the view. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's renew our republic. I'm not even ready to do We can't even rebuild our economy yet because we're not even, we're not there. But we've we got to do what we can to restore our republic. Um, once you commit, everything changes. Again, don't be a mask hole, people. It does nothing to help you. It hurts your health. Why do you think those people are getting sick because then they're weakening their immune system. There's no scientific proof that that does anything. Why would you breathe your own dirty air? I want you to leave your common sense cap on all day long, sleep in it, and remember courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. A special thank you to all of the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network, their information, their episodes, and their own shows are listed on our website, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. So, um, Sorry we went long today. It's 2.32. I am jumping on Dr. Mike Spaulding's show live in 30 minutes. And let's see. Did he give me a website that you could tune into? Uh, I don't have it on the email in front of me, so I apologize. Yes, I don't have that for you, but I'm jumping on his show. At, uh, he has a talk radio show, Dr. Mike Spaulding. Yes, great guy, great guy. So I'm doing that right now. And um, tune in again on Friday for the live show. We're going to do a replay on Wednesday. I think we're going to do the Dr. Artist Show. That is a show that I recommend you listen to. Episode 254, Dr. Brian Artist. Episode 254 was last Monday. And it literally, he puts everything into this one-hour segment that we got him to come on for. And if everybody listened to that, the attitude in the country would change. People would know the truth. There would be a lot less problems and uh, the uh, 
the movement would change because the reality would kick in. And it would also give you information about making sure you don't get into a hospital because you are not going to come out. Their agenda is to not let you get out. So you do not want to go there. Uh, again, you need to be prepared. You need to get your ivermectin, your HDQ, and start taking your prophylactics and your supplements in advance. And all of that information is on our COVID facts tab on the, um, under the page. You'll see it on there. So anyway, um, tune in on a Wednesday. We're going to do that replay at noon, 12 p.m. It is a powerful, powerful episode, one that should be shared and listened to literally by everybody. So if you're still listening, thank you so much for hanging in there. If you're awake, uh, you've got to spread this information. If they take you down on social media, so be it. doesn't matter. Um, getting taken down on social media is the least of your concern and what's going to happen in the next 30 or 60 days. So again, people pick, pick, pick a lane. Stand strong. Don't support the peep. People that bad get those kids out of school because just, just because they don't make them wear the mask doesn't mean that they're not teaching them bad stuff amongst everything else. They'll turn on you. They'll always turn on you. You know, CRT is the least of your concern. That's just one component, especially here in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, Anarchy, Arizona. C3 is the entire infrastructure of the curriculum and CRT is just one of them. They just don't necessarily have revealed all the rest yet, but it's really bad stuff. It is Marxist and uh, communist indoctrination uh, amongst uh, a whole bunch of other piles of poop. So there's no reason to have your kids there, especially if you're paying for them in some of these private schools. So much more. You're better off donating that money to uh, a wounded dog. Yeah an animal shelter than keeping your kids in some of these school systems. So go take action on what we shared today, everybody. Thank you for the long-winded ramp listening. I appreciate it. Make it a great day. You deserve it. So you got to stick together. It's time to pick a lane, and it's time that we need to take real action. We're not there yet, and we need to be. So we are going to be getting our Save My Freedom movement in action. So um, more on that on Friday. Uh, so that's it. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. Thanks for listening. I'm going to play a little God Bless the USA. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Remember, pray, plan, take action. Listen to this. Listen to these experts again today's show. I think, uh, think that, uh, I think things will change. Do you let it sink in? Share it with your friends. If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life. 
Laughter and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Thank <laughs> you.